Podcasting tag team ever in the world, ever I've ever uh, known, even listened to, come across, or even uh, had the honor of meeting, and that is myself as well as my clone. You forgot commentary, man. I, uh, this isn't this isn't about that right now. Media. But if, if you guys do need some stuff, which is where we usually input this at the end of the episode, if you need a fix, feel free. Mm-hmm. The Quincy Jones Show at Gmail dot com. Connect the, with us. Yeah, plug. Again, You're welcome. We usually do the plugs at and I'm Doc the Lesner, end of the show. The hip hop hybrid. So this is about as going uh ass over tea kettle as Stone Cold loves to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Best. This is the best so far. 2020. Boom. This, this no best open. Don't no. I, I I won't accept that only because this is episode 98 and we're two episodes away from the KJS 100. Mm. Mm-hmm. I know you guys are hyping up this BTE 200 you may have been, uh, mm-hmm. I know, mm-hmm. so uh, custom. Are you saying that every WrestleMania needs a super card of honor? Is that what you said? I'm saying that man, that, that maybe Quincy Mania is running wild in another few episodes. All over California. All I'm saying, 100 episodes, that's great. All over quarantine, baby. Quarin- quarantine Fournier, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no one's downplaying that. By the way, uh, some wrestling happened this week. You want to talk about it? I yeah, mean, I guess I don't know it's uh, round so robin. So much to sucker. talk about. Well, I know you said you didn't catch a whole lot of Raw. Um, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's don't... tough. Well, uh, did you catch last week? No. <laughs> so you didn't see the whole like them pretty much building the whole show around uh, Zelina Vega and this new trio. Of, yeah, I, uh, I've been hearing that their nickname uh, Zelina's Band of Sexy Men. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Lost in Gunnarbles, no, okay? No, I, <laughs> we're, do, we're going with that. Okay. Just get out, out, out here, Del Fantasma I, I, in, in the what mix. What I'm hearing, though, is lit. Austin Theory is, like, getting ring time, but, like, not doing much. Not, well, like, I, don't, I don't know. Like, this is the thing. I, I'm undereducated about Austin Theory outside of the Evolve feature that they put out, uh, you know, for the network. Mm. Her, he's another guy that, you know, a lot of guys had gotten this, uh, you know, unfair treatment when it came to me as a fan is I would see him in the PWI like a uh, magazine or pro wrestling, you know, true, whatever you you guys choose to refer to it as. I'm not trying to be a super Mark here, but pro wrestling illustrator for those ill informed, but you know, you would look up and you would see all these names. And sometimes some of these names would have pictures attached to them. Sometimes yeah. you would just like, I didn't know who Chris hero was for a while, but you would see his name always on these lists. Yeah. Freaking, uh, I'm blanking out on, 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 uh, Seth Rollins' old name, uh, oh, Tyler, Tyler Black. Black. Yeah, he was another mm-hmm. one. You, you would see, you know, so like he was another one of those guys where you know I would hear about Austin Theory, you hear his name all the time, and then you know, so I, I don't yeah. know a whole lot about his game, but like I, I mean, said, he he got he got pretty much uh, awarded an opportunity to try to get into the Money in the Bank, which to me was preposterous. Yeah, uh, and then I mean, he had a match with uh, Akira Tazawa that. I mean, it wasn't bad. It just was too many rest holds for me, period. Like, 
Uh, that that was last week. Who was this that went against? Um, not to speed up, but I heard about a bad bump that Ricochet took. Oh, it was uh versus those Aussies, uh, Shane Thorne and his uh, new partner. I, the, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see any bump in that oh. one. I, I know there was a botch last week uh, when they went against the the War Raiders. Mm. Uh, they actually I heard about the War Raiders, by the way. They, uh, yeah, that, I mean, but people said they liked it because it showed personality again. I, I guess I don't know. I mean, it's weird because I don't know if you saw the post that I found uh, with Big LG kind of doing uh, the way I, I worded oh, it. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to, to turn the audio. I, on all there. I said was, was uh, I don't know if he's taking shots or taking inspiration. Because it's him and another guy in like a golf cart, and they're just what he's fried chicken and ass kicking, talking shop, did it this and did it this, talking shop, yeah, like you sounds, know. So that sounds like, like a LG song. Well, I mean, I mean, based on mm. the segment, they were like doing this and doing this, War Raiders. So I was like, I all I heard was that the War Raiders did car karaoke, and I was just like, I don't just, even want to watch that. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it was weird, but I mean, the only reason I brought up last week's episode of Ross because I feel like they did a lot where, even though Drew, they framed Drew to look great as, you know, in his first TV appearance as champion in his first match, TV match as champion, and, you know, then you had the, the you know, the, injection of Seth Rollins at the end attacking him so now they're building around Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre yeah that Bank. was last week right? yeah, yeah yeah but mm-hmm. they also did a very good job building and helping to build the show around again you know Zelina's quote-unquote band of sexy men whatever you want to call them <laughs> yeah no, no but, that's what WrestleTalk but then this him. week like Drew just basically tears through all of them that's what I heard. I heard, and, he, and it was just weird because you know it was. I thought it was really important what they did last last week because they had them like all three of them had a match. And before the main event, which was Andrade versus Drew, they kept attacking every guy that they like beat after the match, mm-hmm. as as a team. Like they would, like Angel and Austin would come in, they'd uh, lift up uh, the the opponent and and put him on top on the top rope, and so they'd set up Andrade for the top rope hammerlock. Oh, and it was cool. it was a dope look, mm-hmm. and they kept doing it. And I was like, okay. And then like this week, they just like. You know, Austin Theory. I mean, you know, that seems like they were just laying just... it, laying down the foundation because, oh, wait, wait, down. No, actually, it wasn't Andrade they went against Drew. It, it was Angel Garza, huh? No, Andrade went against Drew last week. Uh, Angel went against Drew this week. Oh, okay, because I was thinking it was like if that that's what they were trying to do to remind people. Like the last time I pulled this top rope DDT, I was when I uh, tore. No, yeah, Drew, that, that that was the whole story, right? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, that was the whole yeah, story. That, that's they, what I heard that they, that was yeah, the first. They, they, that was basically uh, the rematch, right? The yeah, first time, the they first had, time they touched since. Yeah. I mean that they was opened the whole show. Bicep or something like yeah, that, right? Towards bicep, right yeah. off the bone, and I mean, which was it was a great story to tell. You know what I mean? Right and off it, the table, and then it just like you know, on top of that, it was Selena talking about how you know, oh, you got technically two WrestleMania moments because you know. I was telling you about how that stupid yeah, Big I Show saw match. It. It was, it was, and, yeah. But, you know, then she was like, well, you know, you got two. That was so long, though, dog. I couldn't believe how long that match was. <sighs> I, I was, like, skipping through just to see what happened. Then I lost interest and was like, well, Drew won. But, you know, she was saying how Drew had two WrestleMania moments. Well, Andrade was forced to pull out because of rib injury. He didn't, yeah. get, he didn't get his. So he's like, how about, you know, we have a match. Well, I, it was it was great booking. That's why I was so weird. I felt like they undid everything on Monday when they pre- pretending to them three. But one thing that was also interesting to me about Raw was when you look at everyone they used, they were all NXT or former NXT talents. I've been noticing that for a few weeks now. I mean, because I do listen to like a Raw or, and SmackDown, well, more of a Raw review than I do SmackDown. Um, 
And it that's what it sounds like. Like I, I've heard Cruz has been getting featured. Well, in Apollo was on. He was on like, SmackDown. So they yeah. it was weird. They they brought back this whole like. Uh, I don't want to say the the wild card thing, but they made reference to the rosters again. Well, I heard that he kind of like jumped ship early, is what the report is. Like because Heyman wanted him there. I mean, I, I I don't. I mean, I I, I, I mean, know. I was just gonna it's... notice. I, I mean, from what I heard, he's been getting more time. I know he had a long match with Alistair. Uh, not too long ago, it but like okay. I noticed that he wasn't smiling as much as my big well, is the point no, yeah, I'm trying to make. Yeah, no, that that definitely was. I mean, like I said, I felt like they just brought him over just as a body to fill for the for the money in the bank qualifying, which they did this week against MVP, which again was super weird because you had MVP cutting a promo before the match, and he's like, I think he either forgot his his own name and said Alistair Black's name instead, or he accidentally uh, was. Saying Alistair Black's name instead of Apollo's name during, and then it was like trying to play it off, like that was, it was. I don't know, man. It was. I don't know. I, I, it was, and it's weird because I thought he wasn't going to wrestle anymore. Yeah, dude. I mean, so like outside I, of him, you know, you had the Apollo Cruises, obviously the Austin, Th- like everyone was either from like that just got either got recently moved up from for uh, NXT or or NXT alumni, and I thought it, it was just real interesting, and you know, like Nia Jax. Kyrie saying, "Yeah, Austin, I, you know I, mean? I saw that footage. Um, um, that the, choke toss to oh the God, buckle yeah. that was really bad. I mean, and it's well, bad because like you know, obviously everyone's talking about this Ronda stuff. Well, yeah, and, like, yeah. and and Nia, I guess recently came out or was like." Well, it was uh, for being unsafe, and then she went and did that. So everyone's like, yeah, "Hey, that, hey that's take why, a few steps down, Nia." Like, well, yeah, that's why it comes out as bad because I guess she had like a Zoom, like little video. It came from. It was quoted from some video, like uh, you know, everyone's doing the Zoom parties and stuff right now, right? Yeah. So you know, I guess she was zooming with some of the ladies, and they just happened to be talking about like you know, people you know having to go up the bat for people, and then the, you know, she broke the story about having to speak up for Alexa without ever really saying it was Rhonda. But I remember there was reports saying, well, yeah, these two were doing a lot of stuff on the road, which is obviously what they do when they before they practice, you yeah, know, yeah. going throwing them into a full blown program. And then it just kind of disappeared. And then Alexa disappeared. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember then, all that. Yeah, you know, so. I, I remember reporting a lot of that, actually. It, it does come bad timing at the tail end of, like, again, her kind of, you know, telling the story. But um, one thing I thought that was interesting is they were definitely mentioning Sarah Logan on Monday. Yeah, I was, was, I was waiting to get to that. So her and this is what, I, what I've gathered because uh, I've been digging on this. It sounds like that Sarah Logan and Drake Maverick are very much in the same boat. Mm. Um, they're well-liked. A lot of people went to bat for them. I heard about and, that, yeah. And, but the thing is, it sounds like that they, just for now, from what, what I've said or what I've read, is that they there are talks of using them because the thing is, those I guess those two have been furloughed for 30 days. Mm. So they are paying them so they might as well use them and but there's no report saying that they'll use them past the 30 days quite yet Damn. and that's all okay. i have at this time right now but it sounds like they are being open to like what sounds like because it's not just the people in the backstage that's that's pitching for them it's also like the fan outpour you know what yeah. i mean like heath slater yeah. or heath miller's yeah going yeah by now. i was he's wondering got if a that's huge amount of people too but i haven't heard too, anything yeah. about him have you seen his new shirt i love it he's I, embracing yeah, it yeah I, I got fired <laughs> yeah hey that's a, embrace it bro you gotta yeah. you know keep keep turning the you know turn, turning out those dollar signs for sure dude but yeah man um yeah the only other thing that i had on it was what you know you showed me which was a uh, 
the video that to me I feel like is kind of more or less saying that maybe cra- Crazy Mary maybe on the prowl. But then I don't know. You're saying that I mean because the thing a lot of people are I'm thinking not too that sure this, if that was new or old, but hmm. it was definitely a it was a, new, a newer post, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. See, the thing is, a lot of people are. And, you know, this is not my view personally, but it is it raises some interesting points when you look at some of the stuff people are talking about is a lot of people are thinking that this, uh, you know, I, I hate to call him Rockstar Spud, Drake Maverick. I'm sorry. Next 90 days. Just 90 uh, days. I, I figured I was going to say the 30 days. I, th- I thought that was NXT. Um, but anyways, I digress. Uh, but, yeah, like uh, a lot of people are thinking that this Drake Maverick thing is a work. I mean. I'd be lying, and I don't want to jump the gun too far because, I mean, we'll go right into NXT. But, I mean, the way it, he was being portrayed on NXT and the way they included that video yeah, uh, that just made its rounds last week, and it was probably the saddest thing that, that came out it was short of yeah. Dan Mathis' 100%. Uh, car accident. Though I found out the car accident came before the, the release. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, that's even so worse. just the same week. But, um. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it, 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 to me, it was almost like, are they doing a Heath Slater angle with Drake Maverick right now? Like, is he going to end up being the interim cruiserweight champion to save his job? You know what I mean? Is, is what I was thinking. Like, but I was, then I, I was like, but they got like Kushida and like, you know, like, I, don't know. The- I mean, I, I feel like maybe what ended up happening was they did not expect that much outpour from him. Yeah. And when they saw it. They were like thinking, well, hey, maybe, maybe we can make some money, kid. Like, help you out, huh? Shine you up real nice before you get out yeah, of here, huh? Yeah, exactly. You want money, yeah, right? That's probably. You want to look cool. You, you want to. You want to be popular, right, huh, friend? Yeah, we could help you. But I think you know because that's the thing. WWE is very, very rating centric. Like, if you move the needle, I mean, we've seen it with you know they'll put they'll pump more fuel into dumbass segments like the uh you know the Bobby and and Lana thing just because it had viewership. Yeah, you know what I mean, and it's just like you know, this to me is not too far off. I I could tell that they probably didn't think. I mean, especially when you look at the content of the video. Again, it was heartbreaking. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know anyone that's gonna have a horrible thing to say about how you know open he was being in that moment. No, 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 not at all. And I was gonna also just add, not to put too much pressure on 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 that gas is. Um, I just would be remiss if I didn't mention it. I mean, it's crazy right now. I mean, we're, I mean we talked about the releases last week. Uh, everyone keeps calling it Black Wednesday or whatever. Yeah, I've been noticing but, that. But it's crazy. I think the reason why it's such a big deal is, like, you know, I've had a week to look back, and WWE is the only wrestling company that's, that's done that. ROH have, like, for shows that they were going to have and people they were going to fly out, they oh, covered Oh, pe- people those, are getting, still getting paid yeah, between they them and New Japan. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they covered their flight. They paid them even though the shows aren't happening. New Japan, the same thing all the way. Yeah. And they don't have as much money as, as Vince no. McMahon, you know? And I just say that to say this because I saw this online, and I just couldn't believe it. And, and oh, it's just about his... Uh... It, it's just a stat of the of them cutting their dividends. And, 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 how, and how he could have taken a pay cut. Well, sort of. Yeah, it yeah, says if I WWE cut its dividend to owners, going largely to the chairman in half. Yeah, just like you said. Yeah, okay. The savings would pay every single cut wrestler yeah. and agents money for two years and two months. And if they cut it completely, it would have been four years and four months. Yeah, I, th- I knew it was like near to like a five year mark, and I was like, yeah. man, that's that's insane. And and I think it was only if he would have took like a like a half hit, right? As opposed. Yeah. It's, and, and, and they said that they had like supposedly the news was they had like a hundred and fifty million dollar like 
fun put away specifically yep, for stuff like I this. Think but, it said like, yeah, yeah, I was just reading that right now. You know, it's I don't know. It's it. It, it's why it's like, you know, the more and more I get into this business stuff and you start, you know, looking at how ugly other business practices yeah. are and stuff like and that. And you heard about Oliver Luck suing oh, yeah. from, the was, X, from the XFL yes. for wrongful termination. Yeah, yeah man. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is this is not no – like, they're getting it from all – Vince is getting it from all angles at this point right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's – I don't know. It's like I still find well, it, like, he's incredible probably, that he's able to – amongst all this – stuff is he's still able to run this show well everyone's saying that it's the worst his reputation's ever been uh, it's going to be tough for him to like rebound yeah. from a business standpoint because i yeah. mean mostly with the oliver luck thing because he left like really top positions in the ncaa yeah no no that, he's, you know no, he's I mean? very well known and very well yeah. liked and supported uh as far as his background so uh, a lot of people that saw it they were like oh yeah we knew he wasn't free to just take that you know what i mean so mm-hmm. it came as like no surprise as far as his response to try to, you know, take on Vince. And it's, I don't know. I mean, I, I have to agree with you. Like, this is probably the most unpopular he's been uh, possibly since, like, the screw job. <laughs> I would say Benoit and then, like, the screw job slash the steroids. I mean, scandal stuff. Well, and, I don't know if he was unpopular with the Benoit thing rather than just. Well, there was people that they their the tide changed because you know they didn't know the full aspects of everything, so they did the tribute, yeah, and then they kind of just overnight just and, and and I understand why, you know what I mean. I'm not I'm not you know condemning them or you know supporting the decision, but they in the blink of eye just erased everything about him. So a lot of people kind of turned their nose up at him. Not everyone, because obviously people so feel strongly about who he is, regardless of the separation between human being and and you know professional performer and you know what have you but uh i mean just i, I guess it may be not just specifically him but it turns like a certain eye towards the wwe right now it's especially because they had trump literally say oh the the you know he literally like just called him out not called him out, but like introduced him like oh the the wonderful uh the the the, the, the incredible vince mcmahon is gonna help us like rebuild the economy and i'm like yeah oh. it's it's weird too because like I remember he WWE was not deemed essential, and then you know Linda's part of the cabinet, and then she yeah. was able to get some sort of grants and money to, to cover certain businesses and bail out people, and then all of a sudden yeah, you but, start hearing about firings. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's almost like, oh, that that they brought know, that and back, then, and then bro. they were essential. You know what I mean? Yeah, they brought that back, bro, because it yeah, was like yeah. sixteen point eight million yeah. that they said it was for the PAC, which is pretty much you know to help. Uh, Trump's like re reelection campaign or whatever. Yeah. So but, it's like, oh, grease my grease my wheels, and yeah, you guys are essential. Like, yeah, come on. Man. You know, what, speaking of some of the release people, I will say it is kind of cool to see like, you know, you had we had talked about maybe maybe Mary Dobson is back. I'm not too sure if that was a new cool. video or not. Yeah, it was true. trending, but someone that is back, and a lot of people weren't sure. And then you know, a lot of people thought maybe he was alluding to his retirement was. Cassius Ono because he had posted his boots in the middle of a ring, but yeah. he said Chris Hero's back. He's yeah. got his PWT store open yeah, right back does. up, so that'll be interesting to see what happens once wrestling is uh, a go once again. But um, more importantly, I was thinking more about uh, them boys. Yeah, you them top guys. Them top guys. I know you were talking to me about this. I mean, oh, uh, well, f- well, first we could say that there's a name change, but now yeah. there's controversy. That was the first yeah. part of the news and, and already. Let me tell you, I've been trying to stay as close. 
to this story since yeah. I, you know I I got wind that they got released and I I was like I need I, any info I'm sending to you is all info Free I got the revival, you know what I mean you know what like I mean? for sure so but, but yeah, we, no, yeah no longer the revival got which we news. knew we knew FTR was something that was gonna yeah. stay because I think well, that was yeah, one of their uh, quite a few different trademarks that they yeah. filed for and I think that was yeah exactly that and, one and Shatter so, Machine and. Say yeah was one. Yeah, which, say which yeah. I noticed. Which hey, I, hey, that's it's. I like the new yeah. ditty. Yeah, and I we, like we should probably ditty. specify. So yes. if you guys haven't seen by now, uh, the you know uh, used to be Dash Wilder and Scott Dawson, now Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood. Um, BKA. They, uh, yeah, and 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 they I, they were the revival. They have put out videos on their individual Instagram accounts and social media saying that uh, what what did it say re um. It said something. Oh, it said. Uh, it said resist. Yeah, resist, revive, revive, and then revolt. Fe- fear the revolt. Yeah, yeah, revolt. Fear, fear the revolt. And so it appears that's what the new FTR hashtag slash acronym stands for. Um, it's still sitting with me a little bit. You know, I'm I'm not mad at the presentation, but you're right. There was a song that played at the end, and it did have some say yes. Definitely, yeah, it, it sounded and like. I, I mean, like I love their song already, but like. Yeah. That that sounded. I was like, man, that's. It was very sound. smart that they trademarked. I was that. like, those loudspeakers are gonna be blazing when that joint. Oh hit. yeah, AW got the theme game right now. If well, they go see, there, that's what if I, they that's go what there. I thought was interesting because like the long version of of a revolt is what a revelation. I, trust me, bro. Because if you put in <laughs> the revolt. North Carolina, it mainly goes to like the revolution and you know, in North Carolina. But uh, again, you we did mention this, but like the other flip side, so they did announce this new see, appearing that, name uh, change. And I haven't seen the revolt is listed at all as something they've trademarked. I heard that well, Scott for, Do- for, oh, for the revolt was actually, yeah, yeah. I, I heard Cash, yeah, I was gonna say Cash Wheeler did himself, um, either the revolt or both those two, but. Mm. I have not seen anything prior to this video coming out, but just on the heels of that, there's a tag team apparently that have been running the indie circuit of North Carolina, which is basically the same area that the revival are from. But for the last five years, they say, um, just making a name, you know, whether it be the in-ring work and, and their gimmicks and off merchandise as the revolt. And so it's a, uh, Guy Caleb Conley, who you said has played uh, suicide a couple times, had a stint uh, or has yeah, uh, several he, shots at yeah, impact. So, yeah, right? he's been a, a, a reoccurring uh, performer for uh, NWA Power as well. Oh, okay. And then his partner Zane Riley, I believe, is the name. Um, you know, and I don't know too much about them specifically, but I know they caught wind of it. You know, Twitter is a pretty small world, so they started sending things like, "Hey, you know, Cash and Dax, if you know, he, he, you know." And, leaving their link to their PWT link, you know, and saying, if you guys need to take ideas for merch, you know, here's what we got for the last five years, Damn. you know. And it's kind of tough because – Yeah, yeah, it's hard not to decide where they're coming from for because, sure. Because the wrestling world is like looking at it as they're kind of taking from one of their own, you know, and they came from that area. But it's also like tough because – and I don't want to speak for uh, Cash or Dax, you know what I'm saying, but – I think it's almost safe to say, like, the last five years, these guys have been with NXT and WWE, I would say almost over five years, well, well, you, you know? Uh, yeah, they, I don't think – if I mean, I'm not saying that they – I feel like when they went main roster, it was new, yeah, they, new they definitely contracts, right? Keeping their ears to the streets like that as they were before, yeah, probably. Yeah, especially not the indies, you know what no, I'm saying? I mean, I mean like, you hear Jericho all the time, like – 
he said he's hurt a few people, but he's like, you know, he never got a chance to watch any of their stuff because he doesn't have time. When yeah, he's on I that, mean, you were just talking about schedule. the the list of the, these top athletes who a lot of them their their names you know ring bells. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Chance to see who they are. Yeah. It, it's I mean it's so weird because um, I mean it, you know until you brought up the revolution for you know in uh in North Carolina I'm like oh that's probably where they just got that from man it's not like a direct bite off but i'm pretty sure that there is some sort of terminology referring to that time in history for that state you know specifically where it's like mm-hmm. oh oh you mean back when the when the revolt happened yeah you know what i mean that's I, what it seems like the whole taking from your own seems like it's very turf interpreted yeah you know what i mean like like man from your own backyard guys like yeah, you there, know there, i think yeah and, and again we've talked about it before the dangers of social media now in, in modern days of pro wrestling like you don't have to be right. You just have to have a lot of people saying the same thing that make you look like you. You know what you're talking about. So mm-hmm. I'm not again. I'm not taking anything away from Caleb Conley and, and uh, Zane Riley. I don't know these guys as a team. Um, I have nothing bad to say about Caleb Conley as I'm not familiar with Zane Riley. But um, I definitely hope things get uh, somewhat, um, you know, some sort of solution found because. Obviously, we don't need any more slow-ups on the, <laughs> the return of them top guys just due to some copyrights, yeah. you know what I mean? But at the same time, and we were talking about the soft air, like, can they really be mad or take jabs at them if they don't specifically know? Like, because it could be one of two situations. It could be that they didn't know and they're doing what they're supposed to do as per the trademark uh, offices and, you know, that yeah. uh, process and how that goes for specifically in North Carolina – and, you know, patent offices, trademark, all that stuff. You know what I mean? If they're not coming back, if you guys aren't coming back is one of the, the, the uh, you know, results. Mm-hmm. How That's not, they can't, if they're not, if you're not getting flagged, maybe because you guys don't own it. I mean, I was going to say, like, you know what I mean? Because, I, I mean, the, maybe they have a merch trademark on it. Of sorts, but like I can see for designs, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like maybe they don't own it. I, I don't know. And, and it's it's I was just gonna say, bro, like just to agree with you and to top it off, it's like, okay, so five years you guys have had it. And again, I don't know these guys at all, but I I've heard of Caleb Conley because I was digging into who was playing suicide these days myself not too long ago, and I and I did see that name. Besides that, I don't know anything about him or Zane Riley. And so for five years, if I've never heard of those names, I it, it's like, are you mad that they, quote unquote, took it? Or are you mad that you haven't gotten it over outside of North Carolina? Ooh. You know what I mean? Because that's my and, – and, yeah, sure, they are, they are with WWE for the last five years, but they got to developmental. Did you guys go to tryouts? Like, you know what I mean? Did I don't you know. Did you get offered a tryout? Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, and that's not – Again, that's like, not mean, Doc. Are you top guys? We're not talking shit. It's just – it's hard to get mad because look, like there's no, especially in wrestling, there's no idea that's original anymore. Nope. So, like, like right now, the, the, all the controversy I guess is worth bringing up is there's been fans attacking AW and Britt Baker, talking about, oh, you guys are taking this whole role model thing from Bailey when Bailey even said, no, we both got it from Chris Jericho. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's I mean, again, it's the social media shit that that kind of helps fuel this like divide that's obviously not playing you know any any type of beneficial aspect into the whole situation because obviously both guys want to work and be able to work and make money i don't think either guy's trying to cost the the other team that at all but i mean shit man like i mean and and i mean don't get me wrong it is similar but i feel like they're trying to be role models for different reasons and that's why wait wouldn't wouldn't uh ryan from pro wrestling teams would be like wait a minute isn't there 
Is there already an account with the Revolt? I think I've seen an account. Like, don't we make their shirts? I mean, I haven't seen a Revolt. That's what I was gonna say. All, yeah, I, I have for them to go ahead and put this video out. Yeah, exactly. They're that, pretty confident. That, yeah, that that's what I'm worried about is like any re re uh, not recoil but backlash. I don't know. Maybe they maybe they call the recoil now. <laughs> I don't know. They gotta gotta do something, man. But um, you know um, one thing I want to talk to you before we go on a break here. Uh. These two kind of go hand in hand. You know, we were talking a little bit about him on the personal business side, but, you know, we got money in the bank coming up, and uh, I just had to get your honest opinion on this because, oh. <laughs> you know, what what I told you guys, what I thought was honestly a fan-made poster just making, I mean, and, and I don't want to say making fun, but obviously making light of the recent, you know, we, we referenced Black Wednesday, you know, the, the huge releases. Uh, we call it a release of Mania, uh, no disrespect, mm. but when I see this this poster promoting for money in the bank and the tagline is we're climbing the, the corporate ladder. I'm like, Oh, this is pretty shitty, but I, okay. I get it. And then I'm like, Oh, WWE posted this. Wait a minute. This is an actual tagline for an actual poster shortly after they just fired a bunch of people, not even a day or two ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking this is already in bad taste. <laughs> and then I get more word that it's like, Oh, it's already been filmed. And this is actually going to be like a, uh, cinematic type of situation where they again I'm gonna remind you of the rules they're gonna be starting on ground the ground floor and they ought to find a way to make it to the roof because on top of the roof is where there'll be the ring and the ladders you climb up and grab the briefcase on the roof of the f- fucking Titan Towers bro on the fucking WWE headquarters in Stanford Connecticut this is what we're like I, and I was wondering I'm like is this only for the men's or do the women because I haven't seen them talk about this whole lot with the women but I'm like are the women having to do this too does it even matter if you show up full gear because I mean you're starting ground floor and you end up on the top roof it's, it's fucking cold as shit <laughs> like it's, 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 it's so many like you know what I mean like it's uh, like, it sounds like the wrestling version of Wayside School man it, like well what like, I was saying I was like this kind of reminds me of the tag team apocalypto match that uh, Broken Matt Hardy did in, in Impact which is he had like I think six it was a tag team invitational with like sixteen different teams, including Rock and Roll Express. Everyone expected the Bucks, yeah. the youth to be there, but they that didn't happen. A few other people had, you know, they were playing stuff on yeah. you know, social media games, but it, it was, you know, one of those things where it, it it showed people having to get into the gate and then having to find where the the spot where the ring is at the Hardy compound and if it was just this whole thing, like it was almost like a huge, like uh, it reminded me of like it's a mad, 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 mad world, yeah. Where there's all those drivers and, and they're checking in with everyone to figure out how they're making it, either progress, you know. But it, I, I don't know how they're gonna do this. This is it's it's so weird and it's like I'm not trying to be an automatic hater outright off the gate, but it's hard for me, much like to visualize WrestleMania the way it was this year. I would have never thought that that's how it was gonna be. You know what I mean? And just it's weird that now we have to another pay per view is like going over a makeover now at this point. I mean, it's creative in a sense and, and almost brave and innovative, but I just I think it's just the wrong experiment. Um, I understand the circumstance. I mean, when you announce Money of the Bank. You know, that's planned to, to follow this, this, you know, this unique WrestleMania, which it probably was always going to. But then, you know, obviously they had this planned in, in the can when they, you know, they threw that ad up, 
You know, like they yeah. it's almost like you had to know that they had some sort of this back concept pocket, in the yeah. back pocket. Yeah, for sure. And so it's I mean, it's it, it intrigues me, but I also feel like because it's going to be cinematic, it turns me off. Like I feel like Money in the Bank is the match that doesn't need that. It's the car crash. The bells it, and it, whistles are already yeah, attached. They're yeah. already there. The and, you know, it yeah. doesn't matter how many ladders they paint, you know, from <laughs> and all that stuff. It, <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's always I've just I've never really seen a Money in the Bank that disappointed me really. You know what I'm saying? So uh, last year, I mean, and that's because we got the the Brock party. Well, you know what I mean? Which yeah. was that was different, but I also well, I, was like I mean more like spots. Spot oh, yeah, wise, yeah, like yeah, I don't true. ever not see things like so I don't see what putting a ladder on top of a huge building does to enhance that match. And then it also just makes me beg the question, where's the briefcase being uh, you know, like hung from? See because I, if it's on top, you know what I mean, like what What's hanging? What you know? What I mean, where would it be hanging from? That, that's see, my, my that that's a actually a, a way smarter question than I had. Because my question was, where the fuck is Jeff Hardy gonna jump off of if he's in it? <laughs> Very true. And <laughs> no, like, I'll be honest, like having a ladder outside on a roof. I'm that's like, what I was that kind of makes me worried. Like wind chill, wind yeah, factor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, 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 what like, because with just because it's warm over on this side right now, more days than none. Oh, it man, doesn't yeah. mean it is over there. You know, it's, on the east side, think, like it's Connecticut, right? Yeah, yeah I was in the snow. Say, I was. I mean, I this is what I I share the same. I'm stuck in the middle because I'm like, well, this kind of looks more of like a, like like you said, you're a little bit less excited about it because it's going to be more like the presentation is a little bit more or less exciting. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like we've been on the show a couple of times and we've talked about how all these matches that morphed into full blown pay-per-view themes around it oh, have yeah. now been Gotten like hand, yeah. monotonous and warped or like, it's just, you know, like a hell in a cell. It's like to me, the last hell in a great hell in a cell I saw, um, and I think it was like two or three years ago was the tag team match between the Usos and the new day. I, I love that mm-hmm. one. That was awesome. Uh, because I haven't seen a tag team do that before. But, I mean, after that, there's not a whole lot I can talk about. I mean, yeah, sure, Sasha and Charlotte, some people would say, but I mean, just because it's the first, it's probably the last memorable as well. But there's a lot of these matches, like, you know, that it's just that pay-per-view churns these things out every year so they're not as special anymore, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, and the other thing I was hearing, too, was it was pretty difficult to film the matches. Uh, I, because would, I would think so, yeah. I heard that, the, uh, you know, they would have to stop every now and then, and it was tough for the talent to stay warmed up to just bump, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's one thing if you're warmed up to take bumps, and then if you stop, and that then adrenaline, they want you to bump yeah. again, like at a drop of a dime. Yeah, so they had to stay warmed up, and they had a problem doing that. And I also heard that at some point, there was some sort of technical difficulty that almost like railroaded the whole production, Shit. where they lost, like I think, almost a whole day, but they were able to you know, salvage it and rectify whatever, and then continue production the next couple days. It's almost like these guys are shooting movies now is what they're really doing. Yeah, but you know what, though? It's funny you said you had brought up Hell in a Cell because I was thinking with Boneyard, the way that went for Taker, I feel like Boneyard kind of – I felt like the Hell in a Cell passed the torch to the Boneyard match as Taker's trademark new trademark match. Well, he now. needs something because he don't mm. ever win them. Well, he well, he's won a few. Yeah, he, he's. <laughs> I think he's won half of the ones yeah, he's in. It. He's just he's, like most of the ones he's in are is 
it's more like memorable moments. Yeah, I mean, the know? one I, I could think of for sure is like him and uh, obviously him and Triple H with Shawn Michaels mm-hmm. referring, and then the, the, I think the one before that was like probably him and Batista. That was a yeah. good one. And of course, the Mankind spot. Of course, King, oh yeah, King's I mean, debut when he yeah, went against Shawn. Those are all cheating though. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah but it, it is being said though, and this may, like I said, this may go be going hand in hand. Is I guess uh, the the morale backstage right now is that Vince is sort of a walking joke to yeah. a lot of the talent, and it's uh, like, yeah. I'm like, man, it's one thing because you know these guys, they're always everyone always says he has his larger than life personality, and you have to pick your spots of when to when to talk to Vince, and to, but to always find that time, you need that time with Vince. You hear people say that all the time, and it's like it's, it's interesting to know that with this type of perspective on him or this point of view. I, I mean, I'm sure that the, all these people are like, man, fuck it, bro. If you're going to fire me, fire me, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, no, it's definitely. Just, I, I'm it's, sure somebody's ready to call my asshole to his face and be like, well, just fire me, dude. Yeah, I mean, because the you weird know? thing is, uh, I don't know if you noticed that they, they've been, and you may have read this, they've been instructed to, like, pretty much not bring up Roman Reigns' name. I've been hearing that, yeah. And it's just, it's super. It's and, weird. I mean, in a sense, it could be because you don't want people to be reminded, you know, oh, wait, why is Roman Reigns there? Oh, because he has an existing, uh, uh, you know, uh, yeah, illness. Cause, and, cause and, I heard that is another theory is that because they don't know how long he's going to stay home, they don't, they're just trying to take the. Well, I heard this wife's pregnant with twins. Oh, man. So, <laughs> you know. It is. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, got some little Usos on the way. <laughs> hey, he, hey, he better start crushing cans of spearing motherfuckers. I'm man. saying, man. Cash the checks, you know. But, what I mean? uh, uh, you had anything else on the docket before we get into the Wednesday Wars as we usually do? Um, not, not, no, nah, man. I mean, th- th- there's always going to be, uh, I won't say always because these days it's crazy, but, um, you know, nothing that's that's just pressing, man. Uh, I, I think these Wednesday night wars uh, was pretty interesting, though. So we'll see about that when we get back from the yeah, break. Yeah, we'll take a real quick break and we'll be back. What's going on, y'all? It's Quincy Jones Go for the Quincy Jones Show, man. I just got to shoot you guys a huge thank you. Because it's been a wonderful three years. Myself, Mark McFly, and Doc Lesnar, we've been doing this. It's been a great journey for three years, man. Trying to put on for the culture, man. Call great matches. Just doing all kinds of media and hidden shows. It's been great. It's been great. The experiences, interacting with fans online and off has been tremendous, man. The support, always appreciated. Thank you guys for listening, for tuning in to the news, everything we ever just contribute, as well as everything we do on the media side. Again, it's been a blessing, and I want to thank you guys. And the way we want to thank you guys is offer you guys a sweet deal for our brand new merchandise. This year, we kicked it off with a brand new logo. Now we have merch with that logo on it, and it could be yours. Great offer, $10 a shirt each. We have three sizes currently right now, medium, large, and XL. All you got to do is email us at the Quincy Jones Show at gmail.com. Hit us up with your size and also your address of where we can send it to. And you could also send us a $10 whether you got cash, cash money. We got cash app. We got Venmo. We got Zelle. We got PayPal. Whatever it is, hit us up. We'll accommodate. All you got to do is hit us up if you want to support. Again, right now we got a special sale, $10 per shirt, all because it's our three-year anniversary, man. All that and more. Don't forget to subscribe everywhere and follow us on social media for more updates on new merch coming soon. Go. 
first man um nxt right sure. <laughs> uh well we opened up with like a disappointment this is, i don't i don't understand wwe's play on this uh, uh I, I, I totally uh, to me it seems like it's imperium oh okay that okay that yeah, that to me, but i was just like oh empty locker room yeah i mean oh, it was t-shirt weird. by finn logo oh, oh, oh what happened to which, finn well, okay so th- this is what it was weird for me because you know and uh, for those that may not, you know, because I get a lot of people that say that they listen to our show instead of being able to watch it when they can't. So, Which is awesome. um, you know, basically we uh, had the tease last week. Velveteen Dream supposed to take on Finn Balor, mm-hmm. Finn Balor, as he was in the middle of saying for whatever Everyone reason. Everyone keeps saying this. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, fucking brother, brother, get my shit right. Um, <laughs> uh, and we, we were expected to get this matchup. Uh. The show opens up with Velveteen in a leather jacket, pretty much mimicking uh, Finn Balor's usual, you know, entrance and all that stuff. I like what he said, though. But when we did see, you know, the camera cut to, oh, we have an incident that happened before the show went on the air. And, you know, we get, you know, this locker room incident with a bunch of referees playing Who Done It, <laughs> holding up, like, a shred of, like... Finn Balor's like you know one of his uh, his Mer- shirt. I'm like, man, that could have been a fan that got in here that got his ass with. I know who did it. <laughs> well, see, the thing I was thinking was March freak baby. I, uh, I, 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 disappear. That's true. He did. He did see his ass if he wanted a magic trick. He never gave it to us. Mm. Um, but I thought it was Velveteen only because last time you know when we saw Velveteen get jumped by Undisputed. He was left in nothing but a you know a, a ripped up version of his t shirt you know so I mm. thought I was like okay maybe or then I was like or maybe it's undisputed because they were like you know people were again you know and I was glad that Adam Cole referenced it, that people were thinking this was supposedly maybe some sort of impromptu number one contender match yeah, between match. the two where yeah. he was like no nah, ain't nobody gonna be coming for my title uh, but I don't know it was weird so pretty much you know people what a lot of people that were gonna be the selling point. For this, uh, I guess the anchor for the, this week's show ended up not happening at all. It was another one of those false advertising things they've been doing. But what I will say, like, although it was disappointing because it was not set up well at all, and I did like Velveteen. He just kept saying, new levels, new, new devils. devils. And he said, new levels, and I'm here dealing with the same old demons. And I was just like, yeah. that was kind of cool. Okay, you know, he's getting more comfortable, I think, when there's nobody there. Well, I mean, Finn stood him up, so, you know, yeah, he was fired yeah. up. He was fired up. He was supposed to pick him up Wednesday night. Yep. They set the date last week. They did. He but, said he was um, a gentleman. But the fact that Adam Cole showed up, um, you know, and I wasn't sure at first until I, I, I saw it said Gold Bebe on the Titantron. Yeah. I was like, finally, dog, because we can't get any more of these phone Bro, promos. Bro, people were, like, hot last week. They thought yeah. he was for sure there. Like he was. Gonna... I didn't think he was actually going to fight, to be honest. It seems like they've been really trying to keep him well, that, that out was, of the PC. But, yeah. It, that was one of my gripes is after not seeing him for so long and him, you know, being heralded as the longest reigning why have him come back to take it the L? 
Well, we can't jump that far, dog. Uh, we can get everywhere. It's our show, but yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, now that Adam Cole will come out, and it does seem like maybe UE, like you said, did jump Finn Balor. Uh, they didn't they take, sure so take responsibility, jump. but they did say that. Yeah, they jumped V. Yeah, you're right. They jumped yeah. VD. Yep. And uh, that would bring out Keith Lee, which is like he it was ain't playing was around <laughs> when I'm making my rounds. Man. And that would set up their that main event. Of the night it was weird Dream though. And like, Lee I, I didn't understand uh, where he fit strong in. Strong and cold, baby. Like, like I don't understand why he felt the need to come out when his beef I mean, is obviously with Damien. I, I think the only thing, the only thing that makes sense to me is um, he's black. No, I was just playing. Oh uh, no, I think honestly, it <laughs> just might have been Keith Lee and I. Yes. I was the one that took the last piece of gold, or no, I mean, it was Riddle, really Riddle and and, and Stallion Pete. Yeah, you know, from the Undisputed Prophecy, but I think. They just played off of Lee having history with the numbers game that is Undisputed Era. That's the That's only true. thing I can take I, I guess if, like, one of them would have, like, meddled in one of his matches or something, it would have made sense, but whatever. You know, I mean, you play with the pieces you got. And honestly, if, you know, he's the number two technically as far as uh, being the mid-card champ, so maybe he's like, I know number one while, and he ain't been here all these weeks. I've been low-key number one since he ain't been here. I could be number one if I want to. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I mean, if they would have painted the, you know, then that's the only reason why we even bring this shit up. If they painted a certain way, I ain't got nothing to say about it, you know? But mm-hmm. anyways, we digress. Um, where'd we go from here? Was then, it the, uh, uh, recap, basically, of Tegan versus Raquel from last week, which is just basically connected the dots of why Shotzi was yeah. involved. That wasn't, uh, a, that wasn't a bad match. No, not at all. I thought it was a good way to set the tone. Uh, the way I just framed it was there were some good quick tags, good double-team offense to try to chop say, down yeah, the tree uh, that is Raquel. But, um, I thought Tegan and, and Shotzi, actually, for them teaming for the first time, had a pretty good uh, yeah. chemistry going. Yeah, but she would reverse a wheelbarrow bulldog yeah. by uh, Shotzi into that one-arm I would call it the tornado bomb, but they're calling it the one arm power bomb isn't for it, now. Isn't it used to be so. called like the Texas bomb or something like I that? I mean, the tower hacker yeah, bomb the or ta- something yeah. like that. I think the tower hacker no, bomb that's the, that's was the, the tower the, rack bomb yeah, that yeah, AJ used right. to do. But there are variations, definitely. But yeah, that was that was the first match of the like night. Bomb, um, that would end up taking us to. They had some vignettes separately for you know Drake Maverick, obviously, and. And uh, Jake Atlas. I thought it was a good Yo, one man. for Jake Atlas, First man. of all, I was going to say, he got the jacket back. Yeah, man. <laughs> I knew he was, uh, was going to be happy. I was, I was sitting up here watching it, and I was like, oh, let me write that down as my notes. Doc was just talking about this jacket. I love Bam. It. Yeah, I mean, it, gives, um, it, it adds you I, know, it's a I, little, little bit of thing. I know? love, the, uh, I love the, 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 you know, the, the profile that they did on him. Mm-hmm. Um, very well-spoken. You can feel the passion. I mean, and it's different when it's someone you, like, Worked with before and done business yeah, with, especially and, having booked him a couple times. Oh, oh that's the thing. I mean, bro. Like, first of all, shout out to Jake Atlas. He actually hollered yeah, back at me on online uh, when he had posted uh, first about the the his uh, announcement of him being involved in the tournament. I said, "Well deserved, man. I'm happy for you." And he actually hit me back, man. And I was like, "That's what's up, bro." Mm-hmm. You know, not everyone remembers He's been grinding, dude. But that's the thing is like that's why I'm like it, this couldn't have happened to a, a, another guy like. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's the thing is like, I mean, well, I could say that and I could probably name the same 10 other guys from the SoCal scene that I would love for this to happen to. You know what I mean? But a guy like Jack Atlas, he's we like you said, we've had the, the opportunity and, and the honor to see him grow and craft his craft. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And I mean, it was cool seeing like some of the evolved footage that he they, they uh, were able to put in that package as well because I remember when he was like announcing oh I'm gonna I got a few evolved matches coming up mm. not even knowing and I'm like, oh these these are the matches yeah like, yeah you exactly know? where it would yeah exactly yeah it was cool though I, I, you know not to 
you know, no, no. gush over him. But yeah, oh, it, was, no, no. it was it cool. was it was a good. I mean, what I liked there was a little bit of verbal jousting. You know, Drake saying, "I need this." Jake, you know, basically proving he needs it more. He hits what they call the cartwheel DDT. I don't blame him. I don't know if they yeah, want to frame uh, his gimmick around his sexuality per se yet. You know, I mean, I know it's usually the LGB DDT, DDT. which I love that name. Yeah. But I've ne- also never seen anyone do that cartwheel DDT. No. It's really, really no. don't move, man. But I like the – he does a little post-match promo where he does give – you know, credit to the to yeah, the big I, I, how big the fight that Drake brought him. He, he said I know. was I was rooting for him, and I yeah. was like, man, okay, I like the way, like the, yeah, his delivery. Added a, yeah, his mm. delivery was very like it wasn't overdone. Yeah, added a good layer to his personality and, as, and as I, you continue to get to know him yeah. throughout the tournament. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. And and I thought another thing too was. Uh, because I watched that match and I totally forgot that they kind of borrowed like the, the G1 type of frame for it. Yeah. So there's still matches that they have to have. And, you know, you know he has one in, in, in Block A or Group A, I should say. Block A. Uh, but we shall see how, you know, the the rest of the, the, the members in that Group A treat them as the – because it, it, it's the, the best out of – out of, like the record out of out of the match, everyone yeah, faces ev- each other once, and yep. the best record from that group yep, goes up against the-, the best record of the group B, and then that's okay. So yeah, we have, we have to see how it goes, but you know what? Great showing from Jay Gatlis, bro. I thought it was yeah. really awesome. It, it was good to see him work, man. Yeah. After um, this, um, they were trying to recap the Keith leaving yet, which turns into a Damian Priest promo. Uh, yeah. I didn't mind it at all. I didn't mind it. Yeah. Basically, he was just saying, "Hey, man, calling out Keith, saying you pick guys that you can beat." Um, you know, even was, when you good. went against me in the triple threat, that wasn't by your request. That's because Regal put yeah. me in the match. Yeah, even then he's like, Regal's yeah. the one that even stuff. It wasn't even you. Yeah, and, and then even then you didn't beat me to, yeah, to win he, the match. So that's very true. I thought it was a real smart way to go. To yeah. be honest, he said he um, well, he wants to make his moment on the moment maker in his first main event, yeah. basically. So, and that would end up being confirmed later that we're going to see that next week. See, a lot of people were up in arms about it because they're just kind of tired of seeing Keith Lee wrestle the same guys. And arguably, you could say that. I mean, the only other person else—I mean, what he named Cameron Grimes, he named mm-hmm. uh, Kona Reeves, but I mean, I mean, he did go against Roderick Strong to take the strap, and I don't know what Strong's doing now except lackey work. So, what do you mean, man? He's he's over here ch- uh, trying get to get him, a shot. Roddy. He's <laughs> he's over here trying to you know get his uh, his knee strikes on against Timothy Thatcher and whatnot. Oh, so man. you leave him be. Um, the next match was uh, this. Wait, was it a match or? Because I know. Oh yeah, it must have been Kushida versus Nice. Okay, I kept thinking we were gonna get that Johnny Gargano uh, promo. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah, that'll be coming up. Uh, all I could really write to this because there's there was a lot of stuff, but honestly, just short and right to it. I wrote true expedition of quickness and technique versus strength and power. Uh, this was really cool. I mean, I always like that Nice does old school stuff and mixes it with new school. Old school being like the hair pull uh, hangman that Savage used to do. But he almost lost his footing, though, the when he did it early on. Like, his leg almost got caught up on the rope. But, um, no, I, I like this, are, are, you talking, are you talking about the old school macho next now? Yeah, yeah, that that old joint over right over the rope. Uh, but, uh, no, I mean, it's a good back and forth, man. Like I said, power and technique. He's trying to get the arm. He's, you know, there's a lot of good stuff. Um, it ultimately ends where... He has him up top. I believe it's almost like fireman uh, carry position. Um, and, you know, on, uh, I should say Nice has him, like, on, on his shoulders. And right when he's about to do something, he turns it into the hoverboard lock. And then, like, he does, like, this thrusting, like, 
fall away jap i guess it's like a japanese arm drag while the arm is still locked Jeez. like from yeah it, it looks like whoa like that looked like that could have if they didn't if they didn't time it right a shoulder could have popped out like, like you could have pulled something out of place yeah, yeah. for sure but it, you know kashida gets the win so obviously he, you know he will get the point in the tournament for the uh, cruiserweight is it called like, like the sakuraba stretch or locker yeah, sakuraba's the... lock instead of the hoverboard which i'm guessing they're tired of getting cease and desist letters for I perhaps mean, i don't know i mean it's not technically the future anymore because it's already passed 20 <laughs> it's like, man it, it, it officially is not back to the future uh, uh time timeline anymore nope, i mean it's yet. already we're technically the future <laughs> with tit <Yeah>. speaking <laughs> of future um this this does the next segment does have someone that's a, I guess a new face. Um, this is Matt Riddle with Tim Thatcher. They have this the a little backstage interview, and it's just basically oh, it's blue eyes out of brown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's just you know typical Riddle stuff. I mean, there was a little bit of visible agitation you kind of saw where he's like, yeah, for the time being, it's tea time, but I still miss Stallion Pete. You know, yeah. so I think it's inevitable for either a program with him and either men or maybe all three or I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I, I am interested because I wouldn't want them to, I mean, they have a good thing. And I mean, unfortunately there's not a, a, a live audience to eat it up right now where they could probably have so many, you know, so much more longer legs with what they're doing Yeah, where I wouldn't, you know, it's kind of forced them to bring someone else in now where the story could potentially go a different way, you know? And I don't know. I mean, NXT does have that, on uh, charming habit of splitting up tag teams before I mean and not just NXT I mean we've seen it with Enzo and Cass on the main roster but you yeah. know DIY we, we thought that was the dumbest thing they could have done at the time you know what I mean you know but at the same time we've gotten some of the best rivalries and matches since then and there was I mean they flirted with like reconvening but I, I'd be lying if I said it was anything the same as the magic that was DIY because oh, I remember that name yeah. I was like oh, I hate that name I had, I had to get into you know, it yeah, yeah I really did I had to buy into the idea behind it before and and then I was like, oh, y'all got that name with the powder blue shirts. Y'all suck. Yeah. Oh, man. And he was wearing, like, the bandana <laughs> headband style. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a whole thing. I was oh, like, man. oh, we uh, selling merch. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, uh, uh, but you know, um, it. I don't know. It's. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I could see possibly uh, Pete Dunne teaming with Timothy Thatcher I was thinking this. that too, yeah. Um, even though, I mean, just because it's more in the wheelhouse of who Pete Dunne's character is, he's, I mean, the first time we saw him, he like took out Tyler Bate in the UK tournament. So. Yeah. I, I was like, who's this little shit, dude? It was like, Thatcher? Yeah, oh, yeah. And he had that he had that weird hair back then. But yeah. now, Thatcher seems like a guy who's not going to like stand the hijinks of Riddle too long. I mean, even then he was like, you're a beautiful man, and next week I'm going to show the NXT universe how beautiful you are. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, just trust me, bro. And I'm just like, ah, I'm not I'm not looking forward to I mean, that. one thing that is interesting is he is reluctant to, to claim uh, the tag championship because he's like, I didn't earn it. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll I see. don't know. But um, uh, what was after this? Uh, we did have a uh, cool carrying cross vignette. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I knew that uh, was coming up, too. Scarlet. Bordeaux was I narrating. Loved, I loved her narration, actually. Yeah, we, uh, quote, we gave you fair warning. It's coming. And everybody needs to know you can't stop it. Doomsday is upon NXT. I loved every bit of it. I, I love the visuals, the, you know, the recap, the, you know, there was some footage you didn't see before. It, it just looks like it's going to be something awesome when they 
jump on the scene. Looks like Triple H really has his hand close to this one. Is what I'll say for sure. But after this, uh, we got the segment you were just, uh, you know, you couldn't wait to talk about, which was uh, Candice LeRae and Johnny, uh, or is it not Johnny, but Johnny Gargano, the better man, uh, breaking their silence, uh, and they have a segment in their home. Um. Let me just screw, a, let me just ask you how you how did you feel about this promo? How, I, how did this promo from them make you feel? So, I loved it. I, um, I, I liked aspects of it, the, but there was there were things that made there was a lot that made sense from a argument standpoint, not a logical standpoint. Well, uh, but an argument standpoint, but it's like yeah. you know. But what I'll say is, I liked more a little bit more of what I got from Candice. I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah, because this is stuff that Johnny, we've been talking about. Yeah, yeah, because Johnny has kind of already had his he's been, reason. I want to say yeah. dipping his toe. He's had an ankle in the in the damn river on on turning heel. You know, he keeps doing these things where it's like, oh well, I'm not heel even though I still got Alistair, or I'm not heel even though I'm doing. You know, it, it's just there's always some sort of like reason why. You know, and it's because he does Why it's every- not him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, or, it's everyone else but him. Yeah. yeah. And, and and maybe it's because he's conflicted with seeing other people get away with stuff that he would never do and feels like he shouldn't judge him for the one time he does do it. Well, I don't I mean, know. Yeah, he kind of alluded to that by saying that, you know, he's watching Ciampa get kind of forgiven just because he was injured and also be awarded certain opportunities. Which we talked about, too. I mean, we speculated if we wanted that was – gonna play a part at yeah, all but I mean, then he teamed up with them against uh mustache, mustache mountain, mountain and it was like okay never mind like i mean i mean, and again you know i saw they, they teamed together on the on the house shows together too so they were really milking it like it was yeah. actually something but um yeah i had to agree that there was a lot more logic uh to the argument of candace which is I don't know. It's weird because I'm like, man, you should have flipped that switch a long time ago when you're yeah. over here saying, uh, uh, you know, I just told myself that they would change. I'm like, why would they change? When, I mean, I'm glad you said that, you know, ever since I've been here, I've just been everyone else's older sister. I've been the older yeah. sister of the whole division. I'm like, yeah, but you haven't really done anything to kind of change that position on your own either. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but I'm glad they had like the visuals to show like what they were to help illustrate what they were talking about. Yeah, but I, all I got to say is anyone that watched this, and didn't give it any shit, but was talking so much shit about the Nightmare Collective stuff that that uh, Brandy was going through. You're a hypocrite because they, they had a lot of the same feels to it. As far as like, as soon as that camera would like shift, and then all of a sudden it's like this. It was almost like a toxic, the toxic uh, Rick and the toxic uh, Rick, yeah, because, Rick and Marty episode. And, you know, and that's good that you said that because that was probably one of the most important quotes he has said is that the NXT he fell in love with had become a toxic wasteland. And that was the yeah, first you're time right. we you saw the screen, like, kind of change. And, and, you know, there was a different vibe. It was dark. You're right, you know. And um, and if you guys, you know, didn't see, basically, you know, the visuals is ba- is very big. You know, Quincy just said it. You know, they start, he's talking about, oh, the fairy tale of his wedding day and, you know, saying I was the best day of his life and, and then kind of relate to how his career has been a fairy tale, you know, because he was the first triple crown champ and did this, did that, you know. But then he starts talking about how, you know, he was tired of being dependent on to do the meet and greets and the birthday wishes for quote unquote stupid Yeah, he was like they were playing and, on his kindness. Is that what he was yeah, alluding it, to? Mm-hmm. Uh, he felt like they were taking advantage 
of him, yeah, be, being a nice guy, basically, and being a good guy, and it just never led to the success that he's been pining for, you know, and that would then kind of switch gears with Candace, who we now see another visual has changed her hair color to like platinum purple, which yeah, kind of like, has right. connotations of like Brandy Rhodes, you know, yeah. in my in my head. But I'm not gonna lie, I'm not a fan of the look. I'm not a fan no. of the purple. No. I just feel like she's she's done it before without officially turning heel. You know, when like Johnny was going through that stuff, and it's it was that. I'll never tell with Nikki Cross and Alistair and all that stuff. Like, you know, you didn't know what was going on. Like, that's when she was doing it then. But it it just looks too dramatic to me and, like, with the makeup. But, again, visuals, uh, we have a glass fucking display of his cup yeah. on the damn dinner table, which was crazy to me. I was When I noticed that, I was like, wow, this is happening right now, you know? Yeah, so, I mean, it was that, that was probably the weirdest part. I mean – there, there's only there's these two other things and i mean that's all i have to say about it was you know she was talking about you know people eating first and her always eating second and she's you know for yeah. once i'm gonna eat first and he's like yeah you know what you eat first honey yeah you you, you get everything you want yeah. you take it all and i'm like what the carrots and the peas I'm saying. i mean you know it was just like kind of a weird thing to say in that moment i knew what he was trying to say but it was just you know but then the other part about it was like uh you know we're, we're <laughs> it's just funny because he's Talking about, you know, oh, having to do, like, these meet and greets. Oh, oh we got merch. We need yeah. you to do an autograph and how they're, you know, expecting all these things out of him. And it's almost like, you know, so I said, screw all that, and I turned heel. Because when you're heel, you ain't got to do none of that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of how it kind of <laughs> came off, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's why it's kind of, I'm like, are you exposing yeah. business? What are you, what are you doing? What are you-? And, yeah, and from, <laughs> you're right. He, he did, oh, take what you deserve, you know. you know, And, and that's, they said they were good. Take what they deserve from the NXT now. And they kind of finished off by saying. Which is kind of hypocritical. not a for- new, new attitude that they, they've known how the system uh, worked yeah, for a yeah, long, long yeah, time. Yeah, I actually like that. And I don't know then, why. Uh, I, I felt like that added a little bit more substance to yeah, not what they were talking about. And then when they said that they were done fixing NXT and it was time to tear it down, rebuilding yeah. their image, um, I thought it was great how they just went ahead and, and, and put that into motion to we need to be the first like power couple basically to be NXT, NXT Women's Champ yeah. and, and World Champ of NXT. And I, I'll put it this way. Like, if that is what they're going to do eventually, I that's why I like the promo a lot. Because well, it, it, it adds layers that it, it puts them on the path to become those kind of people where you can see them being sort of like what Johnny Impact and Taya were in Impact when they were both when they were doing that. Yeah, that's you true. You know what I mean? No, that's very true. Because uh, one thing that I forgot, and, and it's only right now where I remember the quote when he was talking about, you know, you know when there was Finn Balor's and Kevin Owens and oh, Samoa yeah, yeah. Joe's and all these people like. What NXT had to wait till Johnny Gargano got here to be the heart and soul of NXT, and I'm like, you know, and of course I'm paraphrasing, but I was like, that was a good line, because mm-hmm. you have no one's ever said that about anyone else except probably the only one closest is like Finn, probably. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I mean, stay there definitely the longest. Man. Um, but yeah, I I just wanted to get your opinion on it because, like I said, I was like, I was kind of uh, up in the air about how they chose to shoot it with the you know the sudden like you know snap into re- you know going from reality yeah. to the toxicity and all that I stuff. I think when it did it more but, than twice, it was like, oh, okay. So, and it's yeah. funny because it's not until we're talking about it now where I'm like, oh, this is a total toxic Rick and Morty episode, and in which I could totally see them having an inf- like, yeah, we should, ch- we should, that should be the influence on this. 
I'm not mad at that at all. I mean, I even liked how they said, you know, for years we tried to keep a personal professional separate. And yeah, like which now, I thought that was great too. Yeah, so I mean, that could even add like that maybe the merging of the line is the toxic and the non-toxic, you know, the, I don't know. But yeah, no, I, I, I thought this was good, especially on the heels of like, we didn't see Johnny last week just tweet about, oh, what's Ch- Chompa going to say? And then Chompa basically got destroyed and, and not heard from again, so... But yeah. uh, after that, man, uh, they had this cool little uh, vignette for Io Shirai where the main thing she got yeah. was the castle where the beautiful, beautiful queen lives. I'm destroying it. And then in total English, I bow down to, to no one. I love that one. Yeah. Loved it. So uh, after that, we did get uh, Drake Maverick. Uh, he had a backstage interview and he did give props to Jake Atlas as a competitor. Yeah, he um, did. Then he just said maybe they were right about me, which was kind of like. Uh, okay, I don't know. Where yeah, I don't going. know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and that's why a lot of because some people are frowning. Like, yo, if this is a work, like, if you guys are gonna use like, because it, it's not even the fact that they just release people and they're using it, but it's also the fact that you know they're deemed essential to help be an escape entertainment wise for people that are actually sitting at home and may not have a job to go back to, and they are losing their jobs, and then they're gonna take a guy who kayfabe lost his job as you know to get the sympathy story out of it. Like a lot, some people are thinking, like, yo, this. This is pretty fucking low. Like if they're yeah. gonna do that, and, and I'm hoping that's yeah, you're not pulling the case. heartstrings right now. Yeah, because I mean, another interesting thing he said is like everyone, all the other competitors are fighting opponents. I'm fighting opponents and myself. And myself, yeah. You know, so which I don't know. But, After um, that, my least favorite, Mia Yim, <laughs> going against Jesse Camilla. It was which uh, if you remember, Jesse was. Mm-hmm. Jesse, back that's know, what's I, so crazy. I, as soon as I saw, her, I was like, "This is a, I know exactly who you're like, talking about. You've been telling me Kaylee Ray Junior. Uh, and Bailey. Or Kylie Ray Jr., I should say. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, what, like two years ago at a, at, at Riverside, she yeah, was like NXT a total, Live, yeah. yeah, she was like a nerdy girl. Like, mm-hmm. But, like, it was, yeah, it was weird. But it was good seeing her on TV. I got a quote what Byron Saxton said. All right. He says, quote, me and him, not easily impressed or intimidated. That makes two of us, dog. <laughs> that makes two of us. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, this was quick work. Uh I mean, we've we've used the word a couple of times. We're not trying to be fancy, but this is literally cannon fodder just to, you know, uh, serve up for Charlotte basically mentioning Which, Mia Yim last week in yeah, her that, post-championship win. I thought it was interesting because I didn't know that um, they had brought Mia uh, in to help tune her up, like mm-hmm. when she first started, uh, Charlotte, I should say. Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like, yeah, that was her first match and – Basically, it was just kind of weird and uncharacteristic, in my opinion. She came down, hit the music. She goes, hey, you've had some time to think about it. You heard me mention your name. Just want to know if you want the match. And I just feel like normally Charlotte wouldn't give you the choice and or she would normally be trying to get out of the match or say you don't deserve the match. But then again, like big shows, the world turns. Um, I keep hearing that there's just a back and forth um, – of whether Charlotte is supposed to be perceived as heel or as face, which is crazy, you know? So, uh, but she asked her basically, do you want the match? And me and him says, uh, yeah, you know, for the last five years, I've watched you become the queen you are and I've become the HBIC and it'll be an honor. And basically Charlotte gives her a backhand compliment and says, cool. Uh, I never got a chance to thank you for helping me make me a star. And, uh, after five years, I'll do the same for you, you know? And, yeah, uh, I mean, I don't understand how that would be mis- misconstrued or misconceived as a face. I mean, I guess one would say, like, the fact that she has an interest in trying to, 
I guess, handpick people to try to elevate. Yeah, it was just weird for her to say, you know, just to give it a choice. Like, so have you thought about it? It's like usually you're trying to tell, say, like, nah. you haven't earned yeah, it. Yeah, I am the queen. Yeah, I'm the queen. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's it it it's, it was definitely a different demeanor from a normal delivery when it comes to promos mm-hmm. and being the queen and being on top and yada yada. Oh yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I, look, I'm I'm not against it if it's gonna help again, like elevate people. Then I mean, which is what I wanted to begin with. I mean, when I first got asked my predictions for this, like I said, literally, that was my term. Like, if Charlotte was gonna win, I could see her winning it specifically to help elevate that that division. And that's one thing that. But now Bianca NXT, don't even go there. Well, that, that's one. Yeah, I know. That, that's one thing NXT I can say does in spades over NXT is they have a, a pretty legit women's division. So they do. And um, she did say out of the deepest division, I wanted, I picked, you. I thought she said divas. I yeah, was like, yo, it was kind of crazy as she said. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, was I like, had to run it back a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but now from there we did uh, a cool little vignette for Jack Gallagher kind of highlighting, you know, his tats and I'm not the gentleman anymore. And, you know, I might be gentleman out in the streets, but like, if you cross me, you know, you'll see how much pain I could take. It's kind of what he was saying. The Testament of why he got the tats on yeah, his chest had, and yeah you know it, it was kind of a cool way to help rebrand him or rebirth him i haven't been keeping up with him but basically the next match was jack gallagher uh going against the debuting el heel del fantasma uh this is part of the interim cruiserweight title tournament not fucking impressed i was really let down by this match i have tons of quotes that told that just showed me that because commentary sucked it was clear they had no idea any they didn't know anything about no Fantasma. no background on him yeah, yeah zero about his lean his, his uh all they said was legacy, uh, his, his anything his, well his they mentioned they mentioned uh his father El Fantasma I'm like okay yeah so you know it so, cool you know what El Heel means right? yeah 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 exactly as we've seen it before with you know uh L A Parker and a lot of different you know second generation superstars or people who get blessings from the family. We've seen it before, but it, yeah, I agree. It wasn't any more like, it's like, oh man, Garza Jr. and his dad, Garza. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no shit. The senior one. You know, yeah, like Dr. Wagner and Dr. Wagner Jr. Like, you know, his, it was, his dad has been doing it for years before him. Like, just general, you know, yeah, it just didn't seem like they knew a lot. And I just think, like, was there no Wi Fi? You guys couldn't Wikipedia or nothing? Like, that's and crazy. A, it's not on the network, so they weren't, they weren't with uh, it. Apparently. Cause, <laughs> and, and, like, this little stuff, you know, yeah, like. Hotspot or something. I mean, the, shit. Because, <laughs> again, I'm, I was, I'm a fan, or I was a fan of his work as King Cuerno in Lucha Underground. So yeah, which took me a while was, to realize that that's who that was until yeah. you mentioned it. Um, so yeah, I was but, expecting that style of match. Because I saw a match between him and Chavo at Lucha Underground. It was, they, Dude, it was he, a great match. Because he's got a good stature to him and stuff, but. He did something like this, um, you know, kind of similar to like Austin Aries used to do that crucifix driver, but he did it like wrapped around the yeah. ring, and it that just looked weird. And they went to break, and you hear him like audibly exhausted and like picking up his his eye holes from his mask to get f- fresh air. And I'm just thinking, you ain't done nothing. <laughs> like like I'm not, and I'm, I'm not saying he's the fastest guy, but what's crazy is at one point Todd Phillips, I wrote. Lies through his teeth saying, quote, if you blink while in the ring against El Heel down Phantasma, you will pay for it. When? When, bruh? They couldn't even abduct him right. Bro. <laughs> Bro. I, 
I literally wrote he the the first escapee of Lucha kidnapping <laughs> from Lucha from Lucha minivan <laughs> kidnappings. Man. Oh man! And then you know, and of course, we all kind of knew Fantasma would win. He did hit the Samoan driver, which is what he used as King Cuerno and Lucha Underground, and even before then, he did hit his uh patent like torpedo headbutt style tope suicida, which yeah. Akira does. But yeah, but you know, Cuerno when he did as I'm sorry. Phantasma, when he used to do it as Cuerno, he used to do it really cool no. with the whole, you know, uh, bow and arrow pantomime. Bro, yeah, and, it was yeah, like, yeah, he, he was, was that hunter, you know? Yeah, he he was for sure like, he was like a tor- he would torpedo himself, like straight up. Oh, but like, yeah. But it, it's, yeah, it's uh, worth noting that he's doing a finish that Grand, oh. Grand Metalik already does. A lot of people do, yeah. And, I mean, and, it's called the Metalik driver, too. I mean, they actually called it the Samoan driver. Yeah, which, which was, was so like, weird. That is the most general way to put it. But uh, more lies. Phillips says he described the action as, quote, a very physical matchup. Uh, and then highlighted the, quote, speed and lightning quick ability of Phantasma and how he, quote, separated himself from the pack as he got one point on the tourney. It's like... He's in a four-way tie, bro. What are you talking about? Like in terms of who's well, on the on the well, board right now? Oh yeah, I was gonna say you know maybe, I mean? it's, maybe it's like how does he separate himself? Maybe in his respective like, group, he's the first person to get a to get a no, win. No, that that would have been uh, I believe that was uh, either Atlas or oh, oh, one thought, of them were the first ones. Oh, yeah, I thought I thought that he was. In, I thought they were in separate groups. Got you. Got you. Yeah. It, uh, it, to me, it's like because you think about it, it's eight people total. Yeah. So there's four people with one point, and there's four people with with you know with one win, and four people with one loss. You know the, what I mean? The, the, yeah, you're right. So. Oh yeah, because they had two matches last week too. Yeah, and then of course he had his post match interview in Spanish, in which Todd just said he's very motivated. It's yeah, like, I was like, you don't know Spanish. <laughs> it was literally all he said was, "Wow, he is very talkative." Yeah. <laughs> this guy is he's. He's really excited about the win. Yeah. Like, it's something that Jerry Jerry Lawler would have done for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, after that, they announced Charlotte versus Mia, and then Keith Lee defending the title versus Damian next week. Uh, but we do get the main event. Or, I'm sorry, the attempted abduction. No, we, we, I mean. That is bots. But we do get the main event, which is Dream and Keith Lee versus uh, UE, uh, which is the formation uh, consisting of Strong and Adam Cole, baby. Yeah, Strong's on, uh, he, he, he on that high alert. Yeah, definitely. On duty. Like he he doing his thing. I'm not gonna lie, I you know, this wasn't a lot because when I saw how much time was left, I was like, just like maybe ten, twelve minutes. Like what are they gonna mm-hmm. do? You know, and starts off as a brawl. I always give out about a a, a a minute and a half for victory. Yeah, right. And then it was kind of funny because they did they start with a brawl and Bobby Fish calls it like you could audibly hear him. The the bell didn't even ring yet, you know, and, and for some reason Velveteen gets the ref to back him off and throw him out the, out the match, like in the beginning. But what I liked about that is um, that allowed Damian Priest to slide through the back door. Yeah. And he hit kind of some good, brutal, I mean, brutal-looking nightstick no, yeah, shots it, it, it was done to the very throat well. of uh, Keith Lee. Yeah. And very quick, too. I think that's why I was, like, I was like low-key worried when the second one came so quick as he fell to his knees. Because I was just like, Yo, that's kind of less control, dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's a big dude. He can't, ain't, ain't no budge. So he's, he's like, gonna hey, take maybe, it. <laughs> yeah. maybe you might have to drop it during quarantine, man. Oh, man. <laughs> maybe there's an interim tournament around the corner, bro. <laughs> Sorry, man. Sorry. But, uh, no, that looked pretty crazy. Uh, that would lead to Dream basically getting the ref over there. Check out my partner. 
He's out the match. Uh, Dream basically in a handicap match. And then we get a, a dot connected from the last week, which sort of was yeah. probably like the most glaring uh, detail that seemed out of place was the fact that uh, Dexter Loomis, who had competed earlier in the in the in the night last week, was just stalking the match. He was last he, week. Yeah, he well, it was the tag team t- uh, championship match. Yeah, and he was just kind of lurking. Yeah, and, and I didn't know if it was for Riddle. I didn't know who it was for. Yeah, you didn't. I mean, you, you maybe would, Thatcher. Like, oh, he's gonna go get Thatcher in like a warm up match I, or something. I, I, assumed, I didn't know what to think. I assumed it was on some heel type stuff only because of the two. He it was a Tahuti Miles one week, and then it was also Jake Ellis another week. But the way he kind of manhandled them, you know what I mean? Yeah. In his matches, I was like, okay, and and, and you know, someone like with his type of character doesn't really play like a face, nah. so to speak. Yeah. Um, outside of maybe a Nikki Cross, but it's a, that's a whole little different. Yeah, but. his appeal is just unique in itself, but definitely, like you said, not traditional babyface type yeah, of it, deal. But he shows up in the middle of this match, literally out, out of, of nowhere. nowhere, literally just is on the apron. Yeah, climbs like, the and, and and I'm talking the camera is showing where he would have been. While showing like the abdo- the seated abdominal stretch, yeah, from strong on the velveteen, and then it pans real quick, and then it goes right back, and he's just there. I'm like, when? Yeah, <laughs> when? and it's and it's crazy because I <laughs> mentioned yeah. him uh, or velveteen. I compared him because I had said he has similar movements, the way he slithers on the yeah, ground like that. Yeah, you were talking about, and that, that yeah. I wasn't really a fan of that as much as I like the way he sells. You know. Uh, which I think is pretty unique. But, yeah, he gets involved. He gets that hot tag, buddy. And, uh, well, well, Dream will hit the Dream Valley driver, and he gets a hot tag. And, you know, he he, he comes through cleaning house. Luthez here, Spinebuster there. He hits that uh, sit-out urinal. Yeah, he had a good and, Spinebuster. And, uh, yeah, and then he ends up getting that blind tag. Fish comes running out for literally just to take that spot. Just to take a, a he hits the, uh, Yeah, the flip senton. And, you know, Dream will send, hit the uh, purple Rainmaker elbow. Boom for the win. Uh, so he technically has pinned the NXT, not technically has, he did, straight up, clean, pinned the NXT champion Adam Cole, and so now he's got an argument as to if he will or when he will get his shot later down the line. My, my only uh, thing about this was we needed Regal out there to say it was okay. Uh, what, the Dexter? Yeah. I didn't mind it. I think that made it more mysterious. Byron, I thought, sold it a little too hard. Like, he just kept going, <laughs> yeah, this guy's yeah. tripping. What's wrong with this guy? Oh, so, what? so he's just in the match now? You know, and just saying stuff like I've that. I've been noticing like, that Byron has been having a little different approach. when it, He's not like, he's still that, you know, that guy that gets, like, freaking bullied. Hey, but since like, that stunner, bro. <laughs> hey, bro, so ever since. You know what, maybe... Maybe he moved them up, moved them down a few octaves. They finally dropped a little bit lower. You know what I'm saying? I went down a cunt's hair. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, but, yeah, that was NXT. Yeah. That was NXT. Um, I'm not, I was not mad at NXT this week. No, I, I wasn't. But it was, uh, like I said, I I, I mean, it, it to me it wasn't, um, it wasn't as strong as last week. Mm-hmm. Especially when you tease Velveteen that, that, and Finn. It's that like was that my, was one yeah. of the be- uh, high points of last week is that interaction. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think uh, a lot of people were looking forward to tune in to see that match, especially since they announced it. But mm. um, it is worth noting that, you know, while NXT did beat out AEW Dynamite the last two weeks, AEW Dynamite actually beat them out this week. 
It makes sense. I mean, and not not for. I mean, NXT. What I mean, it, it's these not, are my it's high points. Whole, it's probably about like between a, a difference of a hundred thousand each time. Gotcha. Either, either, either way, give or take, because they're still within that six hundred thousand, a little over seventy five hundred uh, or seven hundred and fifty range. Hmm. Um, but you know, it's not like they're like miles apart. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, for NXT, I would say to me the high points really were uh, that Raquel finally got a, a clean win. Yeah, that was important. Um, Drake Maverick had a little bit of more, uh, I guess, what, what do you call it? I guess uh, character s- development? Stream. Yeah, well, not cross the streams, but, you know, yeah, a little bit of more uh, character development. Yeah, that's probably the best way to put it. Jake Atlas gets a, a good win, um, which I thought was important. And uh, other than that, I mean, the Johnny Gargano's uh, Candice stuff I thought was good. The fact that we did see EO. Uh, I mean, that's the only thing. I thought they were promo heavy. Th- I was th- gonna say there was week, pro- I mean, promo heavy from, or or video package heavy. Yeah, because yeah. because the stuff with Damien, good. Carrying Cross, good. Um, I mean, even uh, d- just what EO said about Charlotte was good, but it was a lot, uh, you know. And uh, I wasn't mad at the main event how Damien Priest got involved and how it was unpredictable. Is what I'll say. And and v- VD got the win over the champ, so that's probably the best thing. But I mean. It, Overall, we got an appearance from Adam Cole too. So yeah, you know, there, which there's, was there's that, very which strong, is yeah. almost better to not get Finn versus Velveteen. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's so, like even, but it's like ah, I almost would have taken one more phone promo if I could have saw Finn versus Velveteen, <laughs> or maybe you did that and then you were actually there. You know what I mean? Like I would, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I can see that, but. Uh, yeah, let's get into the other black and gold brand. That would be uh, all elite. Yeah, man. Um, um, I'm gonna try my hardest. I mean, with we open with this really powerful Cody promo. I enjoyed it. Very and well produced. I, I mean, literally, it was so good. I wrote it word for word. And I'm not going to say it here, no, but I there mean, were some he, good things that I love. He, he was speaking real because, obviously, there was a few little uh, references to people's current situation right now. Yeah. With, with the being featured Endeavored and stuff like that. And uh, I thought it was very well done. He wasn't shitting on anybody that was a potential for him. In the match, yeah, I, or the I tournament, mean, um, I love the way he, you know a self-proclaimed Spanish guy, yeah, yeah. a murder hawk, a UK paragon with pretty blue eyes in the back of his head. I love that one. Yeah, the intangible, one. I love that one. Yeah. and a legend, which would be obviously Dustin. Yeah, um, yeah I was a fan, but yeah, you're right. And, and I think one of the best things too, he said, you know, um, and I don't, I'm just going to paraphrase. Basically, you know, if you get into this business, he said complacency is um it's a, it's a dirty word in yeah, wrestling yeah. but it's ironically an ally of the top guy because when you get to the point where you basically just want to check he said you become you know just flesh for pounding and none of the guys that are in this tournament are that they could all yeah. be champion and i yeah. thought that was so great for him to do meaning like i don't know cody's just been selfless since the, especially the for he, a guy like dustin i mean that kind of illustrates like yeah a guy who has like he's not he's not you know, b- behind his years, but he obviously at fifty has the most years behind him. Yeah, but for it shows how special the significance and, and importance of what someone like him brings to a tournament. Yeah, yeah and what that that oppor- that tournament opportunity brings to him in return as far as his career, which that in itself means it means so much more. Like you got a guy who's done probably everything but be world champ. Mm-hmm elsewhere in the in the other big company he already has the lineage of his father on his shoulders you know what i mean as much as cody does and it's like for him to like nah like i'm willing to put my career on the line like yeah. this is how i, I feel can't beat this. yeah like, i mean and and 
that's that will that Cody was talking about. Like he was, he gave his definition of it. Said there's plenty of it in this tournament. Now it's about to see who has enough. And I, I thought that was a, a good way, good way to open the show. It brings us to Jericho once again this week on commentary with with Tony Skivone. Skivone. <laughs> oh man, it's um, it's it's great. It, it's really. Really great. I mean, I, I have my favorite quotes from Jericho throughout, you know, like noted for stuff. But um, they announced what's, what's going down for tonight. And, um, you know, you get a good Sammy Guevara promo. What would you think about it to hype up, you know, his intentions heading into the tournament? Yeah, it was nice. I, I like. I, I just love the, his whole cadence of, uh, you know, I, w- I was on the first uh, – you know, AEW match. I was in the first AEW televised match, and well, why not be TNT champion? Spanish guy, that the sounds, best. Yeah, the, yeah that, like just sounds so that great. whole deal yeah. was great. Yeah, you know, and I love that he said, you know, he was going to expose Darby, and, and and it was, you know, it, it was it was good because it was typical heel stuff. That was a fluke. Yeah, the, yeah. I was just about to bring you. that up. Yeah, but like, then he also says Jericho's my father figure, and he and he's <laughs> yeah. he's put his name on me for a reason. And, you know, and, and uh, you know, basically said at the end of the day, all the competitors will fall to the Spanish God. I loved it. Yeah, no, it was great. It was. There's a lot of people who don't find him believable because of his promo style, mm-hmm. um, and his facials. Kid's talented though. Yeah, and. I've, yeah, the, his, money. I mean, all I gotta say, yeah, the way he delivered it was was y- you. There's people you love to hate, and then there's people who back up what they say. So you, there's sometimes a little set, a little degree of you that are like, man, all right, I, I, all right, all right, I see you, I yeah, see you. Yeah, it's you know like I, mean? I, 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 like you get that feeling. You're like, damn, that was believable as fuck. Yeah, like, okay. I, I ain't even mad at that, bro. I ain't yeah. even mad at that. Because you know? even that promo he hit last week, where he's going, yeah, where he said he was gonna beat the shit out of Darby, like that was to me. I thought his best one to date, and then this promo or this vignette was really well done. I think that's yeah. the best thing he's done. Um, uh, in terms of like verbally, I yeah, no, no, sure. I think, yeah, in terms of promo wise, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. But on the other side, Darby has his own before, and obviously, this just opens his. up Sammy G versus Darby Allen for I think I want to say maybe it's the third time they fought, but it's like the highest of stakes. But his so. is great, yeah, I mean, and his was very short and yeah. sweet. He says, Sammy Guevara, look down at me, you'll see a fool, look directly at me, you'll see yourself. Yeah. We're more similar than you know. The only difference is I stand on my own two feet. We both need this championship more than the world will ever know. But when I kill that dream of you winning, I'll feel so alive. And I was just like, God damn, this kid is so poetic. Yeah, no, he and it's it, again He's we've got heard a nice gruff voice for a small I was guy. gonna say, like we we've heard, you know, his interest in producing film and I have no doubt that he's producing his own. Because you know what I found out, and you know, at first, not to say I shit on it, I just wasn't a whole fan. Uh, the believability factor of when they first showed that Murderhawk like mm. uh, vignette yeah, where he ran that's through everybody. Darby's backyard. And, and I literally said, I mean, it looks more like what they were like in some like they just in somebody's random backyard and they just have a ring. And I'm like, that's literally what it was. Yeah. I was like, oh, really, okay. Darby Allen's. Yeah, I remember. I, I forgot to talk yeah. to you about guys, but when I saw that, I was like. Of course that was. That yeah, was yeah. Like, exactly. Why you know wouldn't I mean? it be? But um, yeah, the visual was crazy though. He was saying all that, and everyone's been seeing him with the uh, by the, the oh, with the paper mask. Or worth, the, no, the, worth noting, Jericho's the one that put together his entrance. Whose entrance? Darby Allen what with the mean? skateboarding. Oh, really? He he was saying like all the, he his concern was he thought the people who the demographic of his that are skateboard heavy. Mm aren't going to like it or fuck with it because he's like, they think he's making, like he thought it would be some sort of like, kind of like a parody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, You know, we've seen like, you know, some people like what the, 
who was John Laurinaitis and the Bodacious Dudes and you oh, know, or Bodacious yeah, Bart. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they do like the or surfer like, stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. So, you know, we've seen, yeah, okay, it could look cheesy, but he's like, dude, no. He's like telling him, like, dude, ride, you're going to ride that, that skateboard out every fucking night you come out. You're like, people are going to go crazy for that. Yeah, so, see, yeah, it was, that, that's why it's good to have Jericho there for that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, dude. But I was, yeah, the visuals to say was uh, we've, we've seen him torturing these guys or cutting out the eye holes of these photos <laughs> of and the dragon circle. Them, yeah. And so, yeah, we got a guy that's like basically bound and tied. Yeah. And, and uh, has the Sammy G uh, paper out, mask yeah. on and he gets dragged basically. He or, must or have a guy that that's like. Oh, we're doing one, we're doing another drag and drop. Yeah, fuck yeah, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> basically, because then you see Darby mount an ATV, flip the bird, and drag this guy off the holy hell, and then you just see these both these guys enter. You know, and it's yeah. just kind of you know, it just reminded me of that Key and Peel where it's the MMA guys are fighting, and then oh, guy, yeah. and the guy's like, you know, we just fighting, right? We we know we we just supposed <laughs> to be hyping this up. He yeah, knows that, right? Man, so but now this match was uh, well, started off quick. I mean, we yeah. had we had the. Uh, the space space man yeah, yeah. yeah. interrupted uh darby's plans for entrance and uh this was probably one of the stiffest things i've seen in a long time oh spanish god would he basically whip the dog shit from pillar to post until he pulls out this like small steel set of uh, it's his ladder i guess yeah that and was he like uh bridges it from hardware apron ladder. to yeah really was Bridges it from apron to barricade. Uh, after a while, puts you know Darby's prone body on top across, and he hits a pretty nice extended body splash, splash yeah. for no give, no break, nothing. Like and again, not your typical size ladder, but probably big enough for the size of Darby Allen. I mean, right? and, and then for a guy to jumping off the height he's coming from, yeah. Um, I mean. I think the only other time I've seen something like that, I want to say, was the DIY match they had with AOP, mm -hmm. where they had like you know uh, they oh yeah they did a, the, that double splash to AOP and then Tommaso literally bounced off like he landed yeah. so hard he bounced off of Akam's like yeah that was stuff. crazy dude. <laughs> you know what I mean so it's like I mean you can only imagine like I mean yeah I mean because I oh, dude Aubrey hopped outside with a quickness. Yeah, I was to gonna, check on both. Yeah, of them. definitely yeah. did. De um, I definitely noticed I, that. I, I honestly enjoyed this match because it was a different aspect from the last two they had. Um, not as much uh, high flying, but you had Darby who was going more ground based and trying to pretty much, uh, you know, put uh, you know a, a limit to to what Sammy could do. Obviously, on the, in that aspect with his high flying and everything. Yeah, and um, I thought it was kind of one of those things. Are you, are you referring to like when he? Uh, ripped off his boot. Yeah, he, he was ripped doing off his the, boot, the ankle lock, the ankle lock stuff. See, yeah, I, and I, I thought maybe because you remember he had that heel injury not right oh, before the cruise. Right. So that's what I was thinking Damn, with the way he he. It's really crazy that they wouldn't have not even. Have I was kind of that mad up. they didn't. I was like, and it happened on his cruise, and, and it was like, how do? I, why am I thinking of this? You yeah, know? yeah. You just put me yeah. up on game again. Speaking of his cruise, I will, Jericho had a good thing where he said he basically committed Sammy being an athlete, but he said I'm here to teach him how to quote grind a man down, stopping his head, kick him in the face i yeah. like that a lot yeah you know it shows like yeah i'm taking this mentor thing to a real a serious level you know so but um yeah i was surprised that even after he took the boot off he was still able to hit that springboard 180 cutter man yeah Jeez, I was like, man i was like i hope this fool ain't got no sweaty feet bro dude <laughs> like, I, he about to like yeah and then i know darby missed that low pay as they call it which that God, that man, scared he, me a little bit he man just threw his body into the guardrail and yeah. then uh, one thing i had like jericho has one every week you guys wonder why we got barricades with no crowds huh <laughs> yeah and, <laughs> he, and he, he, he has no shortage of them no nah, none yeah. of them 
So, so guys, but then see, that was yeah, the so thing. You could put like, apparatuses and weapons see, like that. But the, yeah. the, that was the only thing I thought that was in bad taste was, you know, he's asking Tony, you know what suicida means in Spanish? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, me neither, but I mean, it looks like Darby Allen almost committed suicide. I'm like, and, and oh. Then, oh. And then three seconds later, it says how he's fluent in Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just thought, like, man, this guy's all over the place. But he was very entertaining oh, and played yeah. a big he's, part on commentary. Yeah, he's, a lot of people are saying that's going to be the worst part when they get back to regular functioning. Yeah, I, I, like, I agree. Because <laughs> uh, you know even what? in the beginning, he was mad at Dasha. I told her last week it's not a hey, Spanish guy. It's, it's the, the Spanish guy, you know. And, well, and, you got to tell her these things. <laughs> or, or she should just know Skiavo. Or I love how Sean Spears uh, calls back to the gambling from their tag, his tag match with Sammy. But Sammy. G owes me money. Yeah, you know I, it's true, yeah. but I got my money on you tonight. Yeah, I thought, yeah, yeah. I, I love that. But no, he did hit the six thirty. Uh, Darby gets the rope break. Somehow gets the flipping stunner, and he gets that Last Supper. Uh, it's like a figure four uh, pin. Yeah. They say I, it's borrowed from Eddie Gilbert. Yeah, uh, I forgot what he because uh, what's his name called it something else. Cody first called it when he first saw it. Yeah, when the he was Last Supper. Yeah, um, yeah. I wasn't mad at this. I wasn't mad at it at all. Um, you know. I definitely have, you know, I texted you and Mark last night. I was like, don't know if you guys watch AEW, but I have a prediction uh, already. I'm thinking in the finals, it may be, we may be getting a Darby versus Murderhawk. That would be dope. I mean, it kind of writes itself. Yeah, it, it really does. And then you kind of, I mean, because Cody versus Murderhawk has time. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, we, I, we're not going I feel anywhere. Like, I feel like the semis... Or the finals, rather, for this tournament is not the time or place for that. Yeah, it's, I mean, to, it, it makes sense that they interact. Yeah, but I don't think I don't want to say not touch or not have the match, maybe a match or something. You know, I mean, I, I could see it happening, but uh, after that, it was Matt Hardy checking in from the compound. I thought I, this I, was great. Yeah, I, I literally, you know, when I watched it, I said I really want to know Quincy's take on this. Um, it's kind of been a hard go, I think, for his believability factor, even though yeah. he's supposed to throw caution to the wind in terms of believability. But I think it's because That's a true, lot though. of his act does encompass the reactions of oh, live yeah. crowds, you know, and and people singing along with the delete and, and people and, and just stuff and popping for the whole of ass. Yeah. And so when you don't have the pops, it's yeah. hard to pop because you're like, I don't know if that's funny or if it's funny because he's saying it a certain way. Well, but I thought this was really good. Yeah, because the crowd very much they play a part into buying it to a certain point. They know mm -hmm. what they're buying into. They know what they're uh, feeding energy into. Because they're having fun and they're very much a part of that that presentation as well. So yeah, you're 100 percent right. Because um, one and, and I mean anyone that's disagreeing is like, all right, go back to the first appearance of Matt Hardy when he had the the one on one showdown promo with uh, Chris Jericho. Think about how much better that would have been with a crowd there. Oh yeah, him talking about Martin Luther King's over here and Abraham Lincoln's over there. Yeah, sitting in in, in seat two C. Yeah, I mean it was. And, and don't get me wrong, like the transportation or whatever that was, or I know, I know they end up saying oh, the that teleportation that was Van, that was Van Gord, uh, oh, one actually projecting images. Yeah, and so, but even then, I, it's hard not to think. You know, after he debuted the week prior. They could have got Matt Hardy in there with a live crowd during dark and said, hey, we're going to do some cool shit. You know what I mean? And then even though it would have been unbelievable to watch, it would have been cooler because the crowd would have been there. You would be like, 
I don't know. Bro, That's kind of hard to do that. It, ain't, it, ain't, yeah. it couldn't be more difficult to buy than two Undertakers when you got the real Undertaker next to the fake one. You're like, hey, hold up. He ain't yeah, looking hey, like Mark no more. I don't hey, know, man. Bro. He was but, looking like him at first, but then he, Undertaker mm-hmm. got some new tattoos. But I, I, I will say, though, I did like this. He called him out and said, hey, you know, I gave you an invitation for the elite deletion is something that seems yeah. like it may happen at the compound. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm guessing perhaps a constellation for Blood and Guts. Who knows? I'm hoping Um not. And so he said, hey, I got no response, but, you know, one guy that do got my name in his mouth from the bubbly bunch. <laughs> the is, false is, god. Is, yeah, the false god Samuel. You know, he called and, Yeah. Uh, you know, and I loved it because Damascus urges Jericho basically, if you won't speak to me, speak to, the, you know, the, the former entity that, that you're familiar with in, in my human vessel, yeah. Matt, the unkillable Matt Hardy. And I loved how he did that. And I thought this was really cool because I was thinking at first – Okay, man, how how can both y'all, this is going to, and then that's like, well, if I believe that Broken exists, I can't not accept that Matt Hardy, the person, exists inside. You know what I'm saying? And so it made more sense that it seems like the difference between this version of him, bad pun, <laughs> versus all <laughs> the other versions is or, or of the Broken part is that his vessel seems more aware that he is a I was going to say, this was like a self-aware thing for sure. Yeah. It definitely was like, I can't, I mean, I know there's a hero movie out there, but it's like almost one of those hero movies where they have different, um, uh, it's, it's, I don't want to say like it's like Dragon Ball where there's like, you know, mm. the Gohan and then, you know, the Gotenks yeah. and all that. But it's like there's different versions where you'll see that older version come out and it's, it's fondly remembered for that, you know, and then you're like, yeah. oh, okay, okay. Hey, I, I, he's back, he's back. And yeah, then, but yeah. then once they go back to the regular modern version, you're like, hey, I enjoyed that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think less is more. Yeah, and, and honestly, I think the fact that you know, it's modern in the terms of the audience too. Where okay, yeah, we're gonna sell that Matt Hardy doesn't know who uh, Broken Matt Hardy is. Yeah, you no. know who's paying the bills? Who's signing? Yeah. Who's signing the bills at the at the Hardy Mansion? Because it's not Broken Matt Hardy. Yeah, it's and, not Damascus. And, you know? and then on top of that, you also clinch it in for the laps fan that are now AEW fans that grew up with Matt Hardy. Oh no, very know, true. Know him as and that's Matt the thing, Hardy. That's his fucking uh, name. So ex- it's not like he exactly. has to be like, you know, speaking of which, and I don't know, you know, I know this is probably more news than related to the show, but we did get news that Cody is filing for his fucking name, man. Well, he could always use it. I, I heard that. Well, he's, he, he's filing for the trademark for it. Though, I, I'm man. sure, which is great. But from what I heard was last year, he could have been named, Cody Rhodes, but he chose not to, and he was asked why, and it's because, and I can't hate the dude. He when he went on the Indies, he said he was going to get Cody over. No, he did, and he did. When you say Cody, everyone knows who you're talking. Yeah, about. there was yeah. only one other Cody. But then, if you step back, you're then. like Cody's such a weird name for a wrestler. That's like Josh, <laughs> you know, or yeah. just simply well, you well, know, well, Cody. Yeah, of course. So, you, you know, know what I mean? mean? Goldberg is just one. Well, you know. Oh, ugh. but but no, yeah, it's funny because it's like one of those. Oh, so you want to get over like Cher and Bono, huh? Mm. <laughs> no, but yeah, it, definitely worth you know. It's just exciting something. Oh yeah, no. Nah, and I speaking was, of Cody, um, Matt did he he said I got a Mets. You respect know, for respect Cody. For, yeah. our, uh, he has a, a friendship with him in the Bucks. Immense oh, respect for, for Mega. I yeah, think it, Mega. Yeah, it was and um, you know, basically said uh, he understood why Jericho was upset when he sided with the Elite because 
the elite are basically the foundation or pillars of AEW and, and yeah, I like and, how he worded this. So he yeah. was talking about like they don't represent them; they represent the future. Future, yeah. They're not a platform for Jericho. Yeah, they're yeah. for the future and for the generations to come, basically. And yeah, and and he basically said what Jericho's trying to do is attack the uh, you know is, is have the pillars fall to cause chaos and open opportunities for yeah. him to reap the benefits of and. He knows that if Matt is on their side, that threatens that mission, basically. Yeah, 100%. You know? And I so mean, I thought that was well done. And he ends up by saying he's going to kick Sammy's ass and everyone in Inner Circle's ass. And Which, that was the only thing I was Jericho's like, well, ass. we just had this with Moxley. Yeah. So it's like, I was like, I hate that they're just kind of, he's doing the same thing, so to speak. But I digress. It's good to see Matt doing something. And, and it's with the yeah. uh, the top guys. Right now, so but yeah. After this, what we have? Uh, Taz did his, uh, which I'm becoming a fan of. This is uh, in-depth yeah. breakdown of yeah. uh, Kenny's offense, the V triggers, Snapdragon, mm-hmm. talking about you know the full Nelson, the, the torque, all that. You know, they they are very much utilizing Taz the best way right now. If he can't like, do the commentary every week, do this every yeah, week. Yeah, I mean, what and, was the and, other one? Oh, they trust you. They did one for uh, 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 for Hager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Triangle lock. Yeah, yeah. And he was talking about the Gable. Hand lock of how yeah. he did it, or the head arm. Try- yeah, you're yeah, right. The the different, yeah, the different way to, to how he like cinched it in with, yeah. the, with the clasps. I, I like uh, it, man. It, yeah. It, it, yeah, I mean, adds yeah. the sports I, element they said 100%. they wanted to bring to, yeah. to legitimize their brand. It reminds me of like the sports science where they like, you know, do those demonstrations where it's like, oh man, this guy can throw a 100 mile per mm-hmm. hour fastball. How much torque is in his arm that he can just do? You know what I mean? Like, yep. Just stuff like that. They did one with Frank Mir one time where they they tested out, like they had him pretty much uh, put a dummy in a leg, like a leg hold, mm-hmm. and to see how strong his actual legs, his leg strength were. And he actually popped one of the like uh, screws that connected wow. the leg, like o- off of the leg. It was insane. Wow. But it's, you know stuff like that. But it, like yeah, this definitely gives it that realism to it because it's like we see Kenny do this all the time, but. And it looks vicious all the time, so I yeah. thought it was really cool. But wait, was it was it Kenny's match after this? Yeah, it was a hundred proof Allen Angels. I was mad about this because AKA the Southpaw serial killer. <laughs> like I was mad about this because a Stu Grayson's little brother needs to go back somewhere else. Um, uh, versus no, no. Kenny Omega, he he kind of well, had the old no not old the he, you remember when. Uh, Petey Williams was just getting into the the little the maple leaf. Yeah, well, that's why that's why I was up. saying yeah. he got a little bit of that because he had like a little bit of Stu Grayson's look plus the, like the loincloth thing going yeah, or whatever. Exactly, but which is exactly the Jericho. This is the only thing I'm gonna be. I'm, I'm mad at this because this was supposed to be a squash match. Yeah, and they kind of solidify that by the way they talk about the guy and say, "Oh, just Jericho even says this is more of like a little tune-up match." You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he could say, "I, I was in the ring with Kenny Omega," and, yeah. and it's like, why is Kenny Omega having a competitive match with this guy? Yeah, you know what? And hats he off could, to Kenny well, though. It shows like what he's willing to give, but well, but for what? Like, know. like are they going to invest in this guy? Like, because that's my thing. We had a squash match already. Uh, we had a. Uh, you know, we have one. Obviously, we haven't. We're not gonna get into it right away, but we have Wardlow versus a squash guy. Yeah. We we have Brody Lee versus a squash guy, and those are squash matches. And then we have Kenny, who is try like the guy kicked out on on a uh, one of his finishes. Yeah. Now nah, he kicked out of the V trigger, and um, you know, and, and it was. I don't want to say it's hard to say it was convincing because 
who the fuck is is Alan? He kept Angels. calling him Alan Eagles. Is what yeah, he kept calling and, him. and then Angles at one point. Yeah, like I don't know, but, man. but it's like you know, it's one thing if it's like I don't know, like Moxley or somebody. But it, yeah, you're just kind of like, you know, he doesn't always win with the V trigger. But it was pretty interesting that they allowed him to kick out. I mean, he clotheslined the shit out of him and he, did it. You know, I, I guess my thing is it's hard. For people who don't know who Kenny Omega is or hear about him and then they watch how he's being presented on TV, especially yeah. like this, it's like he doesn't scream that I'm a, I'm supposed to be one of the top guys for the company at all. Mm-mm. And, I mean, even though we know his cat, his, uh, his, his uh, uh, you know, basically his resume, mm-hmm. that and there's people who don't that aren't going to, like, you know, they're not going to uh, just off the rip hold him to a certain regard like everyone else is doing right now, but... People have been struggling with the way he's been booked since the I AW think it's stuff. tough because the tag team stuff with Hangman has probably been the best things he's been doing. It, that's no, but that's, Hangman seems to be like he's really going to wait this quarantine out. That's what I was going to say because you haven't seen – you barely see him on even BTE, yeah. let alone like, you know, even like on the program. I mean, which is also worth noting we didn't get the bucks on, uh, on uh, Dynamite this week. Um, they had that epic match on BTE 200, yeah, dude. Yeah, which is, you know, I thought it was funny that they actually finally did a little run where they were like, yeah, go to YouTube and check out BTE. Yeah, you know I, I, mean? so I was going like, to say, finally. finally yeah. um, I was going to say, too, the only thing really to note in the squash match was that I guess that was his uh, Angel's second match. Apparently, he lost his debut versus Lance Archer, though. I don't know where that match was. That probably was like on Dark, on or, dark something. or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and honestly, the only thing that was great about this match is Jericho's commentary. Yeah. Calling him second famous uh, uh, guy from Winnipeg, from Winnipeg. behind him. Uh, you know, the match was a classic mostly because of him. And even though Omega was sort of involved, um, and then he even said, you know, mentioned about Georgia and his time in deep South and kind of threw out a shot and said they didn't use him properly. And now look at him. He's one of the biggest star. He's an AEW. He's yeah. one of the greatest in the world. I was actually surprised you know? that he even brought that up. Um, which I mean, some people know, some people don't, but he went back then. He wasn't the same Kenny Omega that he grew up. He grew into be, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, so I mean, things happen for a reason. But yeah, it's I mean, it, it's it's good to know that even though he's gonna be Jericho, he's still gonna be objective with his commentary. You know, yeah, so. I think that's what's good is he's. He's coming correct, but he's coming with some Jericho twice yeah. as much too. After this, we get Scorpio Sky's vignette, and I will say, as it starts. I get the same vibes as what they did with Keith Lee last week, but then as it ends, I immediately go, "This is better than what they did with Keith Lee." Um, and a lot of it is yeah. just simple stuff: the choice I mean, of and, score, of music, and, and, and not overpower the message. And, you know and, what and I mean? not to say like uh, you know each guy's personal story is you know worse or more heartwarming or you know it's not a you know a competition about that because obviously both guys went through their own. Uh, trials and tribulations that gets where they're at now which yeah. is awesome obviously and they're both in their own right but it's crazy because i remember hearing about that that scorpio sky uh back injury but yeah having a lot of l3 disc a lot of collapsed. mystery yeah. surrounding it because you would hear it, but you would never get the full story and then i remember you know we happened to know he was trending with a friend of ours who was a fr- mm-hmm. uh, or a friend of a friend who does uh MMA, you know yeah. mma and jujitsu and stuff and then all of a sudden we're seeing, you know, he's getting back into the MMA stuff. We're like, oh, okay, this maybe this is what he's doing for now. And then, then I noticed he started going back into wrestling a little bit more. I was like, oh, okay, so he's doing both. Okay, yeah. that's what's up. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, I thought this was a good look for Sky. Yeah, it's a um, good profile on his like passion, which is paramount to like build him as a star. Because yeah, one hundred percent. 
there's money behind that kid, whether he stays as SCU or, you know, as tag team Definitely. or as a solo guy on Definitely. And SCU. he could talk, too. Like, yeah, man. He, and he's got a good look. So, I, yeah, I'm glad that uh, he didn't give up. No, you know 100%. I mean, so. I mean that, that night he, he was in the, the tag tournament with the one shoe oh, yeah. in the street clothes. He was a made man, bro. Class. Nah, yeah, it was great. Uh, after this, we just get a recap of uh, Dustin, you know, his phone call about, you know, I'll quit if I can't. Beat the son of a bitch, Skip Sabian. Uh, and then, of course, we get the uh, BTE 200 episode commercial. That's kind of how I put it. After that, you get Jimmy Havoc versus Orange Cassidy. Um, this is crazy because it, it's like, I mean, they recap what happened last week, which is Jimmy Havoc jumps the barricade after Orange tries to distract on the apron, I guess, gets a leg hook DDT, which yeah, it is was an a, interesting finish. I haven't seen it, someone do it, like, but it's so simple. It's almost like the uh, – it reminds me of the small package uh, DDT. Yeah. But without, like, hooking the leg. Yeah, or this, or is it – yeah, or is it like a small package driver? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's got the same type of, uh, like, action, yeah, but it's just less – it's less, work. Le- le- yeah, definitely. less setup, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, but um, yeah, I mean, this was, I think, what we thought we were gonna get. I mean, at some point, literally, you know, because Cassidy, I don't know if all his matches are gonna be just taking a gang of punishment, punishment and then <laughs> finally games. Because at one point, Jericho, who is Jericho, he's beating Orange Cassidy to a pulp. Yeah, that was awesome. He's freshly squeezing the life out of him. <laughs> yeah. You know, you get it, Skiavone. Oh man, yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> and, and at one point, aptly, he says he's wiping the mat with orange because that's right after he hits that rolling DVD. Yeah, and I was kind of, I thought it was weird because at one point he hits the acid rainmaker. Yeah. and immediately locks in a cross arm, uh, arm bar. Well, see, I've seen him do, I've seen him do, uh, what I call like the the short range. Pile driver, yeah. I've mm-hmm. seen him do pile driver. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I've mm-hmm. seen him do the Samoan driver we were talking about earlier. Yeah, uh, I've seen him do that too. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's. I mean, when I remember when I was even doing this, not to be nerdy out, nerding out right now, but on two K uh, nineteen, you know, trying to get the move sets together for the for the universe mode, I was like, what? Which one do I give him? Okay, I'm gonna give him the rainmaker for sure, but something mm-hmm. else, you know. But yeah, um, this was an interesting match. Um, I thought that Jericho was bless his heart for helping Havoc look and sound good over commentary. Yeah, he definitely um, did. Picking up his uh his winning streak and things yeah, he's involved in lately and I wasn't mad at the Kip Sabian uh dive spot. That was insane cuz I I mean, I'm still puzzled by their all their involvement with each other. Um Penelope being there. I mean, he throws his jacket to her and she does not catch it, but then she shows up on the apron later to set up this spot you're talking about. Yeah. You know, she's doing a full split. Sabian, you know, you want to talk about someone that, you know, Dexter Loomis really came out of nowhere, but Sabian really came out of nowhere, slid in the ring, glasses no, still on. No hesitation. Yeah, yeah no hit hesitation. a tope senton onto just, the best friends. Just did it, Um yeah. And, she, you know, after that, Penelope would try to take advantage, do the diving Herkarana miss, and uh, we get, I guess, like an ab-stretch pinning combo, and um, Cassidy would win. But yeah, it was almost, to, uh, you know who, I, actually, you know who used to do that pin all the time? Eddie Guerrero. You're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. But Havoc will hit him with the leg. I, I'm just calling it the leg hook DDT for now. Yeah. He, he dumped him on his head pretty much. Yeah. And then uh, 
Best friends would chase him off. Yeah, uh, all night. Yeah, <laughs> it's like definitely. That. It's like that scent song must have really hurt, dude. But th- yeah. that's why it was so funny that it, you know you get the promo from them later, where it's obviously in the same area that they've been doing BTE sometimes. Yeah, because it looked like the same weight weight area that uh, or workout area that Kenny was when he was he needed help lifting the weights. Yeah, he got the chips in his yep. face. Yeah, uh, uh, but yeah, it was just he was like, oh, he's mad now. When he's mad, people die. I, I, was I, like, I you know what though, I'd love that promo. <laughs> I, was I like, really what? did. I mean, it was. Definitely different from last week when it was, you know, Nakazawa and Omega were talking in the trailer and for you know, oh, yeah. uh, Orange is randomly oh, in the bathroom and they, they're like, you we know, heard everything you said. You know? like, no, no, we're the best friends. <laughs> you know, and, and Kenny's like, I don't even want to fight for the name. Yeah, like I thought it was funny. We're fighting for the e- name. Equally entertaining that. but totally different. You yeah. know what I mean? I thought, I thought it was great. And um, after that, we got MJF doing the injury update, which is – this is – I've been wanting to get to for a while because – you had put out on social media, you had reported it looked like there was some sort of potential injury went through. I Last got work. week, I got work. I had gotten an additional tweet to that. I, I didn't get a chance to send it to you, I don't think, but it kind of supported that because I thought it was a work. I was like, There's oh, no about way. the surgery? I may need surgery. Well, I think it was something else additional oh, to that. that. Okay. Right. Yeah, so yeah. I'm thinking, okay, maybe this is real. And then we get this promo, and I, I loved it immediately. He's mocking, you know, the seriousness of the society. Oh, mankind, how they, can they go through all this right now and bear to not see MJF on the AEW TV screen and my yeah. MJFs, Fs, or what he called them, my my M, my, my, MJFs. My, my MJFs. That's uh, my MJF fans. Get with it. Or yeah. like, like, something like that. My I, MJFs. And he, he says basically the last time he was on TV was when he was in the crowd. The first time they actually did it without a live crowd, and it was just heels and whatever. Um, he was gambling, and he said he was trying to throw his money and caught a hangnail. And by the end of the night, it became something much, much serious and life-threatening. And, yep. and then the camera pans out. He's got a sling. He's got his arm in a whole brace. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if that's how he's playing it. It doesn't want to tell anybody what really happened. Well, or... I'll tell you this. is One guy actually hit him up on Twitter and was like, man, I remember one time I had a partial hangnail, and that was a whole different kind of hell. I can only imagine what you, the type of hell you're going through. Uh, you know, with the full with the full hang now, like bless your heart, stay strong. You know, and then <laughs> MJF he retweets it and goes, uh, "Stop making this about you." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he he ends it by vowing to win the AEW title soon, which um, no, yeah, I'm not sold, mad at. It sold me when he the way you said it. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Oh, but, definitely. Uh, after that, we do get the uh, aforementioned squash match. Wardlow, who's, I guess, fighting angry because his boss is hurt. I mean, that's what they were trying, I guess, to connect. He went against uh, the unlucky Lee Johnson. I mean, all I really wrote was hits nasty military press power slam, yeah. twin release suplexes, yeah, uh, weird leaping knee strike from the corner because he, like, Yo, kinda, he, like, just, like, grabbed like, his head and was like, hey. Sleep on my knee. What? Like, I like, was weird. I wanted to put, like, Goozle-style go to sleep no, from second no. Honestly, that's like, yeah, that was a, oh, man. That was a, a hell of a Goozle until, like, a knee strike right yeah, under your, like, fucking jaw. And then uh, that F10 or yeah, whatever, I that guess. was insane. I just put airplane-style F5 for the easy win yeah, after they, that. They, so. they, yeah, the way he just tossed him, I was like, holy shit. But it just shit. made me wonder what Wardlow's been doing this whole time if, you know – 
Or maybe they just have not wanted to present him that much without MJF, maybe. Did you notice that on MJF when it said where he was, it said MJF's rat's house? That's what it said. I was like, what what house does it say? Uh, After this weekend. I was like, yo, if your rat is is caked up like that. Yo, yeah, yeah, for real, for real, for real. Yeah, that that wasn't a bad statement right there. Uh, We're getting basically to the end of the program. We had uh, Brody Lee. He uh, had a uh, new... Um, vignette or or uh, you think they're bringing somebody package. new in? I don't know. This was really cool. Um, it could only... be. Oh, this could be that guy we saw. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. And yeah. we were talking about the guy who seemed to be the one who showed up well dressed. Uh, you know, they always say dress for the job you want. I mean, it, it seemed to impress the exalted one enough where he said, "Hey, I got an opportunity for you." I haven't watched Dark, so I don't know if that was followed up on. But you're right. I did send you a photo where it showed Brody escorting. Uh, I want to say, uh, what do they call One of the him? creepers. One of the creepers, but he looks more, I want to say established. Like, he, he's he, got the mask on, but. He looked he, actually intimidating and yeah, not just like a, a, a henchman. Yeah, like good good stature. Yeah. You know, and had like, you know, had a number like uh, painted on his chest. Was it? I thought it was sort, a tattoo. Or it looked like a tattoo. It looked Maybe like it was not. more okay. detailed than like. If they started doing what, that, what, what was it? Four and five, or whoever, or five and six that wrestled not too long ago. I Those, think it was, yeah, yeah, right. And then Brody came out and powerbomb one of them for yeah, losing. Like, so it's definitely not one of these guys. It's seven, this eight, nine, motherfucker. No. Yeah, he seems like a big <laughs> dude, you know. And going back to this video, you know, you're talking about a guy. He's so you know, nice guy. So it looks like he was a Heisman winner or would have been or something. Yeah, and gets he had done in some being sort a nice of. Guy or, well, I think he he had some sort of like injury that he was suffering from after the Eisman glory and then yeah. like so that probably had him in a bad way and then his girlfriend is noticing his drop in like confidence where she's running all over him with another dude. Yeah and uh you yeah. hear the guy in the background like, Oh is he a loser is he took took that loser again? Oh, yeah. It's like oh my god. And then he goes to you know dark Mr. Brody dark order dot com and uh, I liked how it said share your story. I thought that was pretty cool. But it was kinda like damn man like I get, I get it, because of the way you brought in the story, Heisman, all that. But like, I, like stop with the stop right. going backwards to go forward, Brody. With the I have the whole world in my, I had the whole world in my hands yeah. was the first sentence. Yeah. I just said, I feel you, man. You know, and I just, I was just glad there wasn't any like purposeful Vince isms this time. I thought this was really good. He it kind of, it kind of was with the fact that you think so. Well, he's like, how tall are you? How much do you weigh? Did you used to play college ball? Oh, you're perfect. Oh, I didn't. That's kind of like that. you know, for a while. That's what. That's yeah. all. They, that's all they were scooping up. Shit, I didn't even think about that yet. Because I was thinking about the that in terms of the stature, the guy we were mentioning that you know, true, oh, true. Uh, you know, six two. I think he's a two forty. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? that, so that, yeah. That, he that, asked that him. Six two, two forty. I looked like, about the six be that guy. Kind of the yeah. you know the template you know that he likes. So I did like when he said we are the lions and, and everybody in AEW hasn't worked for anything. He, and, he said and, that uh, the other promo that they had with the with the dinner where where yeah. uh, the dude sneezed. I think the first one he did. He yeah. actually he said that then too. Like like we pick the bones. Like no one eats before mm-hmm. we eat. He said yeah we thing. eat the prey. And then uh, what I liked he said you are part of the you are home now. You are one of us. You are Dark Order. I like that. I like mm-hmm. the way he said it, the way it was paced. And we saw an actual like, you meeting. You Dark Order. Yeah. I think that was the thing, too, is we see, you know, everyone, you know, pulling these tabs yeah, off like the flyer. Yeah, it's almost like how he recruits people. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and yeah. we've seen the glimpse of that other, you know, uh, more obese gentleman that tried to join and got his ass whooped when it was just Uno and, and Grayson. 
in the middle yep. of the woods around a campfire. <laughs> yep. But, you know, but I thought this was, you know, again, like, you know, we, yeah, don't call me the exalted one. Call me Mr. Brody. You know, yep. that, the meeting with Mr. Brody, I yep, thought yep, that yep. was pretty, <laughs> it's, I thought it was pretty good uh, visual. You yeah. know what I mean? So, you know, and, I, this, and, and sometimes we just need some sort of idea of what the precedent is. Yeah, no, definitely. You know I mean, mean and, we don't need the full backstory. We just need some, some. But you know what, though? Small... They're going to spoon feed it, I think, at a slower rate just because we're quarantining right now. So where, yeah. where are we going to go, you know? It's kind yeah. of kind of not a bad position for Brody to be in, even though we kind of like, all right, get to it. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, he's, he's but still. But it's because we matches, want though. to see him flourish. That's why. And, and then this is when he had his match against uh, Justin Law, the guy who yeah. uh, did the uh, who, who basically job for Sean Spears. Week That's before. who it was. I was like, why does he look familiar? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, I I'm just. I mean, it was a pretty good squash match. Most of my notes are um, Jericho commentary saying Justin Law, man. Justin troubles what his name should be. <laughs> just insane for yeah. being in the ring with Brody. <laughs> yeah. And then, but you know what I love is how he said he's he beat him with a clothesline. You know, you haven't seen. Him I was just going to get to uh, that. Stan Hansen. Yeah, and, and, and there's a he's point sm- too where, where he hits him with a knife edge chop. Oh, and he says you could just feel the flesh peeling off the baby chest of Chuck. And I Law. think what's his name? Uh, uh, Skivone. He had. I think he accidentally called it like sharp edge chop. Oh, he's like like a knife mm. right after like to fix himself. And I was oh, like, you know what? That was another good call. Like when he hit that super kick, which was really flush. Jericho said. You you talk about super kick parties. This is a super kick Armageddon. Yeah, that was, and I was yeah. just like, man, he is putting this cat over. But yeah. yeah, I literally said the same thing. As soon as he hit him, he said, "Did you hear that?" Just to put over like the impact. And again, reminiscent of Stan Hansen, just like you said, uh, strength in his arm has the power to knock a man out with the swing of a fist. You know, and and I just thought that was dope. And then he ends up saying he's the leader of the Dark Order in his dark days ahead for anybody in AEW who wants to go up against Mr. Brody. And I thought that was just so cool for him to do all of that, but knew what he was doing. Like, I, you know? I think that's why I like this position Chris is in, because he's working and taking no bumps, if yeah. that makes sense. He's, yeah, oh, definitely. And, he is and, working. And literally man. still. And putting guys over. Yeah, yeah he's adding like, to his shelf Shining these sure. guys up. Yeah, it's, definitely. It's, it's, yeah, it's been fun. And the only thing to add to that is that Brody does, and Jericho says it, but I don't, I can't tell until the very end. I guess he is staring down Marco, so yeah, I don't know if that's going to lead He's to... done this a few times. Like his last match, he had a little brief stare down. Like he, he got out on that side of the ring where he was sitting, mm. stared at him for a little bit and walked off. See, I wonder if that's so, just a, like, because Marco was there and he's small, he's just selling, he's creeped out by what, him. What did he say? He said that he just, he just came back into orbit from this match with Lance Archer. <laughs> what he think that, what he, he called it the, well, we got tickets for, oh, for the Virgin Galactic instead of the Virgin Atlantic. Oh, like, man. Oh, man. Like, he's yeah, killing. Yeah, he's, I, he's been really killing. I, I mean, even and this is off topic, but like he keeps calling Cody Cody exotic, and he's saying he's, Cody he's on it. Cody Pumpkinhead and, uh, and uh, uh, Kenny Omega, yeah. or, or even said that you know because no one has seen Hangman. He's like, oh, did he feed Hangman to the tigers? And it's just like, he should so he should have like, said uh, fucking uh, Pharaoh. <laughs> yeah, I think he did say that actually. I might uh, be wrong. Probably may have uh, done you something. know Jericho. But after this, I think we got Bubbly Bunch, and then it would end up being the uh, main event. Yeah. Um, I did like Bubbly Bunch. It was a good yeah. second episode. Keep the vibes going. Uh, I don't know what the <laughs> Sammy, Sammy with sad face with the kitten was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I love the uh, effing show off. Effing show <laughs> For the hand sanitizer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know who Full was Full gear with the gloves, though. Yeah. that He's been cracking me up, and um, Ortiz has been cracking me up. Because mm-hmm. he, he been, I'm like, are you in your, like, 
daughter's room or something because you got all these <laughs> yeah. stuffed animals around you like, yeah, for real like it like zoomed in on the oh that's what i loved about the jericho one is because uh it zoomed in on his roomba yeah I remember he cut the promo on his roomba like the the, the oh, couple days after he yeah, cut the promo right. on yeah. uh vanguard mm-hmm. so i thought that was hilarious but uh yeah i mean easter eggs man. obviously yeah man obviously got another uh great episode of the bubbly bunch um which is i think important because again you got two of those guys monster families in New York area, so they're pretty much locked down, like super locked down. But um, yeah, from here uh, we got the uh, the main event, which uh, was the last uh, opening, um, I guess, quarterfinal uh, tournament match for the TNT Championship. Yeah. And I, no lie, dude, they keep talking about this belt and how like TNT is like so, you know, generous to want to put this much into this belt and have a. Uh, uh, you know, a tournament around it, and I, I just want to see this belt. It better not be nothing stupid, dude. Yeah, I mean, Cody, I mean, especially him, he's talking about, you know, 30 years of wrestling on the Turner Network and, and, and Warner Media, and, you know, this is a belt, the, the big, beautiful belt for us and for that, you know, like, definitely. Like, less than a year, a year, and we already have another belt, and I'm like, okay, you know what? this belt would look good. Though. I was going like, to say, too, I'm glad you said that, and not to, and we will definitely into this main event, but I thought that was also important. He said, AEW critics will undoubtedly move the goalposts once again. That was, a, and yeah. I was just like, "Wow, yeah, that was that, that, that was, was a, a really a, good way to put that." Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he's that's one thing I love about Cody is he's well versed when it comes to idioms and, and different ways to say things. Oh yeah, but mostly when it pertains to several different sports terms, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. He'll he'll use like something from a different sport and be able to connect it with wrestling. Oh yeah, and I love how he does that. He he's, he's very really very in tune with. The sports world of everything. I mean, yeah. even outside of wrestling, you know, business side, yeah. inside the ring, outside um, the ring. But you know, yeah, we cigars, did. tattoos, yeah. the, whole, no. <laughs> the whole nine. You know, mm-hmm. just living the life. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, we did get a uh, Dustin Rhodes. Uh, I thought it was a good look to have him accompanied yeah. by Brandy Rhodes. Yeah. Um, she was looking good. Uh, but <laughs> you <laughs> know it, dog. Yeah. Was taking on thirst um, trap Brandy. What's up? <laughs> was taking on super bad Kip Sabian. Uh, obviously, I thought it was great to have her out there to help battle off, uh, the, you know, the Penelope Fords of the the world who had to change um, pants for whatever reason. Oh yeah, because you know she hit two splits in the same night. You know, yeah, you kinda, wasn't mad at it. Yeah, I mean, but maybe her pants were mad at her. Just shorts um, the next <laughs> time, huh? No. But uh, the future Mrs. Sabian. I, I did. I, I like this match. Um, I, I did too. Uh, I mean, it was one of those things that I think I it's, did. I, it's, I did. It's funny as it, 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 he kept bringing it in. I think Jericho putting that hang up on Dustin's like, dude, why are you gonna put that that image in your head? Like, if you think that there's a possibility that you could even lose and you and you'll retire off that loss, you've already lost. Like, oh yeah. I thought that was really good. Um, I thought this was great because he had a chance to get someone, uh, just a vet like Dustin, and, and you know, I, I, I uh. You know, there's a lot of times I'll call you and Mark. You know, sometimes it won't always get you guys, and and sometimes it won't be always for the same thing by the time I talk to you. Mm. But there was a moment last week I tried to give you a call. Um, I I, I happened to be uh, having a session with myself, and I actually picked Dustin versus Cody. It was my first time watching it since being there. I haven't watched it since then either. Dude, it's – 
It's like it made the whole song. yeah the whole thing, and I, that's why like it's, it was one of the things where I called you right after. I'm like just I'm like, yo man, just watch this match, bro. This shit just brought back all kinds of feels, bro. And, yeah, you know, I mean, I literally I, I've been asked in a few forums like, what's my favorite match of the modern era? And that's like just I mean that's to me I feel like that's a treat to ever have seen. Period. Yeah, no, it was like just in general. It was I mean depending then, what kind of wrestling you like. And just watching it back was it was it was great. Yeah. And it I was, think it was great. And to and to that point, like seeing the way Dustin moved in there in that match and how that you really wasn't expecting to do anything past that, end up going on to fight for the fallen, teaming up, you know, the the brotherhood. And now he's basically full time and he's we've seen him go with the younger talent and yeah. that was no different in this match. Kip, I feel like, is a real maverick of 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 the guys he's surrounded with. I didn't realize until this match, in terms of the division, I should say, he stands out in a good way. I like the pairing with Penelope. It's different differently than, than I thought of him than his first match against Sammy yeah, G. You know, yeah, because I and and that's I think that's just suffers from me having again not enough uh, information. Yeah, on and, him and and where he's been is you know why I should take him a, a certain way. You know, and I have to admit. After last week and this week, and it took those two uh, weeks consecutively and how they were booking him to kind of get me to look at him with a different tone of paint on him, for sure. You know what? I didn't think much of him when we saw him live at Double or Nothing opening the match, but that next one uh, when he went against Adam Page, I thought that was a great match. It, it oh, they, they, the those time two, limit. Those two did have a good match. Yeah, yeah, you know, and so since then, I feel like I've been watching them. But now, again, with the super bad stuff, and, and he's got the Penelope in the back pocket, sort of Jimmy Havoc, what I also did not know until I learned during listening to the uh, you know, commentary is he rubbed shoulders. He, he was trained in the Knight family. Yeah, with, I did hear you know, that. With, with I was, Soraya yeah. and Paige's family yeah. and all that. So I thought that was really cool. And if so to me, I feel like if there was any other little, like, loose ends, that kind of cemented, like, his background a little bit for me. Yeah. Where and, I feel and like honestly, they, now I feel as confident about his potential trajectory yeah. oh, as yeah. Darby, as Sammy G. And, you and, know what and I mean? those little things, you know, if they don't press on him, you know, when it comes time for, like, commentary to do so – those are things that are going to open up possibilities of people connecting with him on a different level. Like you said, whereas we didn't know really much about his background, but as soon as we hear that, you know, oh, he had some time training with the Knight family, we're like, oh, okay, we, we got to, we automatically have a different legitimacy yeah. mm-hmm. that we can look at him, you know, You're compelled as, to take it more seriously. Yes. Yeah, uh, and, and I think that's just degree. what it was, you know, when it's just him versus Sammy G. And I know, like, I know a little bit more about Sammy G at that point in time when they went against each other. Then I knew about Kip, which was nothing. Yeah, you know what I mean. I've only seen Sammy G on a few indies, and of course he had a few guest spots when we went to go see Lucha Underground yeah. a few times. Mm-hmm. And you know he had a hell of a, a response there. I had no, I, I know anyway. He was from Houston. Those are the only two things I knew about it. About oh, you know yeah. what I mean. So to see how both of them are are now, you know, I did feel that Kip was on the downslope uh, as far as what they were doing with him because he was mostly you know uh, dark heavy as far as like mm-hmm. you know his his features and stuff. But you know, I mean, I think it was a good plan pulling the trigger on having him be involved because it also i mean there's a bunch of other people we thought should have had a shot but you can only build you know those guys can only work well with other guys that they build and you know and and if they're not doing a good job helping build those other guys then i mean you know yeah it just doesn't work you're right because i I thought maybe colt maybe had come onto the scene a little too late to be considered yeah Yeah. i mean yeah then i said you know what he played his part right and i wouldn't have wanted to see anybody else that I would have put in that in that tourney in the tournament 
to have been ate up by Lance Archer first round like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you could arguably say the same thing about him. He came here a couple weeks before Colt. But, yeah, no. Nah, but this match was good. Jericho did a good job layering it with, you know, if Kip – this could be a big night for Kip. He, he moves on to the semis and takes down the legend, you know what I'm saying? And it was good uh, back and forth of old school versus new school, which we yeah. know Dustin is great at presenting. You know, yeah. we're getting the spine busters, the – uh, the atomic drops, the power uh, the, slam, the was, bulldog. Yeah. Um, at one point, Penelope would get involved as we anticipated. Um, I'll be honest, this spot was a little gratuitous for me. I felt like it didn't need to happen. I felt like I oh, didn't oh, mind Brandy. Brandy being out there. I, <laughs> Dude, I would have, have rather seen? Brandy have pulled down Penelope <laughs> than like this? having to slide in and double bounce spear. And it was a good spear. I was gonna say, have you seen her post? Because she posted, she's. She posted like a gift that replays it in two different angles, mm. and it's 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 a pretty nice spirit. It is, yeah. And then all it says in the caption is "Who's next?" <laughs> I was oh, like, she, oh, she's too much. Yeah, man. I, I gotta tell her it, she better stop playing. I thought it was hilarious, girl. You know who next? Yeah, man, no, nah, yeah, it, I thought it was but, hilarious. Yeah, I mean, but. I thought that that was a little too, um, uh, like I kind of. Felt like ah, did well, you guys make I, I this think, spot just so you had yeah, a spot? You know, because there's a few times where we'll be like, oh, co-, you know, it'll, it's not even necessarily their fumble, but we're like, okay, you guys aren't really doing any favors for the referee. Yeah, well, hey, that's now, really now what it they was. have to act like this is not happening. Yeah, right? and, I mean? and I felt like if it wasn't getting the referee out of place for a specific reason, which it didn't. Because event, I mean, after that, it, you know, uh, Dustin would win with the code red. Uh, I guess is what he's calling the, it, yeah, but the destroyer. De- destroyer. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he moves on himself to the semifinals of uh, the yeah man this TNT I, I'm tournament. Just, I'm just hoping he's not going to be on some Ric Flair stuff and carry that retirement um, step on every match going into this tournament. No, to me, I feel like it. it he was smart. Whoever came up with that idea made you care about that match dude more. well well there's one of the makeup artists red stella i follow her on um on ig she had came out and painted half of her face just like the same exact uh design that he, you know kind of like that darth maul looking kind of thing yeah same exact way even just before they even filmed it so i thought that was really cool and she's like you know you can't stop it's like you're the one who told me to keep stepping you're the, you know, so she's like, yeah. and she's not even an on-screen person. Yeah. But yeah. I thought that was done so well, where I was like, "Yo, is he really thinking about retirement?" Like, I'm thinking this is, like, this is actually they're using it because it's real. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, uh, but then you know, after I saw how they opened it, I was like, oh, "Okay, I see what they're doing." But yeah, it they definitely sold it well. I thought it did great uh, for the backstory of someone like Dustin Rhodes and what everything he's willing to sacrifice to, you know, do something. That's gonna prove his worth, not not to everyone else, but to himself. You yeah, no, nah, so, definitely. Um, he gets to write his story the way he wants to. Yeah, and yeah. I, you know, and I'll be, I'll just say, like, I would have been sad if uh, he would have been done after WWE. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and, and not done it on his terms, even if it was yeah, just man. a trainer. Because I know he was involved with the women's division for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but then he even came back, and you know, they weren't using him the best, doing the whole Golden Truth stuff and all that. But it, yeah, he's. I, I like that he's writing his own his own history yeah, now. So. As they said, that what the saying is, uh, being a being the hero of your own story. Yeah, you know, and so. I think this might have been uh, his second or third main event on Dynamite. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. Because he yeah, he's definitely had a singles uh, main event before. But yeah, man. I mean, overall, uh, like I said, uh, 
had a little bit more viewership on AEW this week. Not that I, I particularly care about that. I care about what's going to make me, uh, you know, tune in next week is where I'm, I come from, you know. I mean, whether I watch one first before the other, I, I never. it's never usually the same order. I kind of just watch whatever's enticing for that week or whatever's advertised. Yeah. Um, but, you know, again, hats off to both crews for uh, putting on – uh, I mean, just what we need most right now, and that's a way out and escape, uh, a way of entertainment. Um, yeah, I mean, I would say the biggest highlight, if not, they had more wrestling. Yeah. But if not just that, I mean, and, you know, good character development for Matt, Hardy, uh, Cody kicked it off well, great matches for the tournament. I, I think they're just suffering um, from storylines right now because yeah. they know that they can't do a full development of a lot of stuff right now. So that's doing... true because even though I'm saying there's more matches, it's also most of those are squash. Yeah, I mean, and some yeah. of them are. I mean, if they're not exclusive to the tournament, they're yeah. just, if anything, for not not for nothing, as they'll you know do their best to always mention the uh, the the records, uh, yeah, the win loss records and stuff like that, as far as trying to establish importance. But I mean, you know, we keep getting a lot of like Britt Baker being featured even though she's not the number one contender and we're not seeing the number one contender fighting the champion. We don't even know where the women's champion is right now. We haven't yeah. even mentioned her. So I think that's just the only thing that they're suffering from, whereas NXT, like, where they're emanating from is pretty much one of their full production type of setups where they can still get work done yeah. and still produce some pretty good setups with the equipment they have. Whereas, obviously, I think you said there are QT Marshalls going on right now, so it's obviously working with a limited... Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know what they're doing now. I know that they were there and have up to, like, mid-May filmed. I don't know if they've mm. continued somewhere else in a different location or whatnot, but, um, I mean, yeah, if not for nothing, if not the action, I would say Jericho's commentary alone kind of made the night oh, yeah. uh, I mean, the, a lot more entertaining on the AEW side. That would definitely sure. be a, one of the hugest reasons why you would tune in. <laughs> it yeah. just... Because he again, he's not just putting over his guys. He's yeah. putting over, you know. Yeah, even it's like, oh, they were trying to give me a, a jacket with AEW logo, and I was like, you know how much this jacket is. <laughs> so I'm taking this jacket off. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, but you know what? Again, you know, uh, talking about giving props up to everyone, and uh, you know, trying to again help make some entertainment for us. You know, that's that's where we find ourselves in the same boat, man. So again, for you guys that are listening to the Quincy Jones Show, we, uh, you know, from our hearts to to you and inside your homes. Uh, thank you for allowing us to, uh, I don't know, uh, kick down the doors and pretty much uh, hold you people up and make you listen to some audio whoop ass. Uh, I think that's how we kind of do Man, We're helping you escape the monotonous life of isolation yeah. in this time of quarantine and chill. And I get it, man. Uh, and again, you know, on our end, we're thankful enough to still have content out there to even be able to talk to you guys about. So, again, if you guys are choosing us to listen to, you know, again, to help – you know, just Cope just with everything. Yeah, yeah. man. To just it's whether it's an escape, whether you guys are supporting, whether you guys are just, you know, for again, we get people that hit us up that are saying that we're their way of trying to figure out what happened for the week. Yeah, that, that makes us feel great. You know what I mean? We're we, not that we don't ever take this serious, but we take it even more like, you know, that much more uh, to the heart as far as being able to do our job correctly, and and not only that, but do it in a way where it's fucking entertaining and making you guys laugh, forget about stuff, man. But again, uh, thank you for everyone. You could also. 
Uh, follow us as usual everywhere you can find us on social media. That is the Quincy Jones Show everywhere. And of course, if you guys are someone that is looking to possibly be, I don't know, uh, advertise something that could help you guys. I mean, I, I, I do this offer out there before any of the SoCal scene uh, indie guys and the men and women, any of the talent. You guys have something that, you know, maybe we can help out as far as, you know, providing a platform for you guys to, uh, I don't know, you know, uh, 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 get your merch out. Get your mer- yeah, advertise for something. You know, Maybe you guys have have a signing, sign signing, items, whatever. Yeah, I mean, if you guys have any type of uh, you know anything going, any on. any way to make ends meet, because obviously yeah. the wrestling market is on pause right it's, now. Yeah, it's it's kind of on, on frozen, on lock. So yeah, we're here. Wrestlers, personalities. If you got something that you need help, and we're here to provide the platform. And again, if you're a loyal fan, or we're here just to be your distraction, we are here for you, man. Yeah, hundred percent. Hit us up, the Quincy Jones Show at gmail.com. And again, if you guys happen to be a talent and your creative bone is itching, maybe you'd like to be uh, interviewed. Maybe I don't know. We, we we can help out with helping produce promos and stuff like that yeah, too. Maybe again, have a debate. You know, you know, to, to bring it back full circle, we do media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We do commentary, you yeah, know what I mean? Uh, we mm-hmm. got to get the plugs out here. But, again, you know, the offer still stands. This is all for you guys. Anything we could do to help you guys bring some of the stuff that can help you in this, you know, difficult time to the forefront, you know, we're definitely here for you guys. We're here to support you. Um, again, just hit us up uh, or DM us uh, in, on social media. But that is the Quincy Jones Show at gmail.com. And if you're feeling sad, you know, then – I don't know. Maybe uh, go to this guy's uh, music store and uh, purchase some some hits. Yeah. Put them things on and start dancing and cutting a rug in your room. Hey, you I, already know, man. Saying. You guys need a reason to get on TikTok. You need some mu- hey. music. Hit your boy up, baby. That's a good idea. Check me out. Spotify, iTunes, Pandora, Amazon, Google Play, all the above, man. I mean, what's that? One? What's that other one? iHeart. There's that one. Jay Z. Title. 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 Yeah. 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 Title. Wave. What's like the title? Wave. What's the title of that one? Title. Man, but now check me out, man. Doc Lesnar, the one and only hip hop hybrid, the only one alive in the world of hip hop and the wrestling world. You know what I'm saying? And of course, when I mean hip hop, I'm talking about underground and mainstream, and I'm bridging the gap in between. Yes, sir. Catch me on all the platforms I had mentioned. Also, catch Mega Towers because we make music too yeah. on all the platforms I just mentioned. Just found out Let's Get Weird uh, is out there on uh, yes. Tidal right now, actually. It's you guys can check that out, Let's Get Weird. I think that's probably what maybe our last single we put out. Yeah, I mean, man. One of our favorites is a little bit of tag team hot. Did you weird tonight? It's, it's it's awesome. I, honestly, oh, yeah, I, I, there's wrestling just, bars in there too. I mean, one of these days we'd we'd have to talk about how we even came up. You know, the whole writing process behind that one. That was a great, oh, yeah, that'd a great be a good experience. Story. But but in um, the meantime, follow yeah. your boy at Doc Lesnar on Instagram, or follow us at Tower Gang for the music part on Instagram, or follow me on on Twitter and Facebook at I'm Doc Lesnar. Other than that, man. Stay tuned for the next show. I'm yes, hoping sir. we could try to get somebody over, but it's tough, man. Even though there's not a lot of wrestling going on, the Wednesday Night Wars does keep us busy. But yes, sir. I feel like we, we, we could try to do it. We got to try to get Mark in on it somehow. Yeah, man. yeah. We're, we're, we're going to definitely try to get more of Mark on here. Probably with AEW out and none of these yeah. releases. We could definitely have a lot of fun with and, getting people and over. And then possibly uh, – oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. And then possibly, you know, again, try to get each other – uh, together and you know create some more video content for you guys as well, man. Oh yeah, that's gonna be fun. Um, yeah, we're we're doing a lot, man. Again, check out the music if you haven't already checked it out. Check out Doc Lesnar's uh, entry to the Orca Mania three thousand contest. I mean, hey, check me on TikTok too. I'm clean with the memes, man. Yeah, he's been Doc Lesnar. If baby. you guys, if you guys been noticing those run memes, I, I mean, I'm I'm putting them up on the Quincy yeah. Jones show story. Shouts to AWOL Nation because that song is dope. Second. I got one that was 30 point something views. I'm all baby thousand. <laughs> point hey, thousand, baby. Hey, okay. Go. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I felt great. It made me feel good. Follow Might delete him. later. I don't know. <laughs>
<laughs> but uh, yeah, d- definitely follow Doc Lesnar on all social media, including TikTok. And uh, yeah, man, uh, get get that funny bone flowing, man. Find something, find whatever is gonna make you happy, man. Uh, I promise yeah. you this: we're gonna get through this all together. And when uh, we all sit there and see the light at the end of the tunnel, it's gonna be lots of wrestling for us that we can talk about, disagree about, and just love each other at the end of the day. You know what I mean? It, it's oh, it's yeah. gonna it's gonna be normal, man. But until next time, a wise group of men told me that top guys out